it's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It what does is that another mean? another episode of Between Two Beards. Hello, people. We'll let, oh, shit, we'll let we people get in the chat week. here. We we'll let people get week. in the chat. Pluggo, my friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. How we doing, brother? How we doing? I'm doing very well. CM Good. Punk has returned. Yes. Hook. Is the FTW champion? He is. You're here. I am. That's all I need. I mean, hey, what can I do? We got, you know, the simple things in life. Thursday nights, 8 p.m., the flagship show's back and better than ever. Like always, we're out here. We're ready. We got a killer guest tonight. You got another big one Another big one. Last week, we had MRB, Michael Richard Blaze, your grand champion, LPW grand champion. This week, we've got Isaiah Moore stopping in here in a little bit. Right around the nine o'clock hour, we're going to talk about his appearance on AEW Dark this past Tuesday. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day to be a wrestling fan. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. How about you, JPJ? How the hell are you? I'm feeling good, man. Monday Night Raw has been good like two weeks in a row. I feel like, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, SmackDown. I know we were on last Thursday, but SmackDown had a big return. Uh, uh, Carrion. I'm sorry, I almost said Killer, but uh, Carrion Cross uh returned and he was immediately positioned with drew mcintyre and roman reigns uh yeah Yeah. i feel like big things are happening AEW had a great show last night like you said it was capped off by cm punk returning he looked great um and it looks like we're getting punk versus mox (laughs) and not to mention cody rhodes was just casually in our mentions yeah cody rhodes was in our mentions earlier today no big deal no big deal future wwe champion no big deal no big deal just in our mentions you know he wants a piece he wants a piece of the of the uh you know the creme de la creme so you know can't can't imagine hey but Producer oh. guy, when people comment, you're supposed to put it on the screen. Jesus. Dude, I'm coming here with I didn't even know I was getting brought in. By the way, folks, we've got a we, do, we got the ball. We got the ball. He's you already here. So. Trouble before? You thought you were in trouble before? <laughs> no, get him out of here. <laughs> oh, he's just going to leave. We have, we have the ball. I didn't leave. That plug-o took me out. No, I know. I know. Oh, I know. man. Oh, we've got the goodness of my heart. Only Pluggo. Hi, JPJ. Sorry. Hello. How are you? Nice to see you, man. How are you? Nice to see you, man. Good. 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 Pluggo. (laughs) What? Only you ruining everything again. I didn't go to the goodness of my heart. I cut meetings short. I had to sit at a train for five minutes. That added some hecticism it made my day more hectic well that's what you and get now for, uh, i'm sitting here Monday. i'm trying to swipe right like nobody's business and here you are just pulling me on screen <laughs> welcome to between two beards boss i don't think you know what goes on around here but oh i've here. been here before yeah. and i am here tonight after taryn from accounting's great job a couple of weeks ago oh excellent mrb while a great guest Fantastic. didn't really offer any financial advice he did and full credit but uh, I figured that after our challenge champion was on a couple of weeks ago, of course, Taryn from accounting, um, figured come in for some silent reinforcement. So That's let what me I figured. my style here, boys. Plug out, I should hey, say. Okay, JPJ, yeah, I, I know you've got I, know you've got I, 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 I tell Plug purposely. You've I say, Saturday night. 
Saturday night, I'm blowing off stream. You were like, we're going to have a meeting. Have the boss requested. And then he never Here's a fun little exclusive, and it's all I'm going to leave you with. We're announcing a match that may or may not be involving one Chris Parrish tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow morning on of Wrestling. Very excited on that one because quite literally, like, go through my Twitter account. Two Canadian icons involved in the match we're, uh, we're, we're announcing yep. tomorrow. And the it's Dale says, yo, yo, Dale. Yo, Dale, Dale right but the Spencer replies, hello. Hello. And I'm going to leave because you just made me frustrated. Uh, yeah, I know. Plug oh, geez. <laughs> Way to make the boss feel bad. He's doing us a favor. On his good graces that. for one night, but he we, offers to produce and you set, call him on his shit. We have set a standard here with Alex. Like, we don't mess around. Don't get soft on me because the boss is in the in the back. I'm not getting soft. Just because he's overseeing the classroom doesn't mean he can't yell at the kids. That's all I'm saying. All right. You want to test those limits. You test those limits, bro. I'm going to keep on doing my thing over here. I'm going to keep on doing my thing. Listen, if it's if it's the last night in Between Two Beards history, we're going out with a bang. Like I said at the top, we got the human highlight himself, Isaiah Moore, showing up here at the top of the hour. Maybe a little sooner. We'll see. We're going to talk all sorts of fun It'll be stuff. around hey, the Pluggo, night. If I have to bring up the comments, maybe you should reply to him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? Yo, HCW Sports getting in here. Dale Been a while, my friend. Good to see you. HCW Sports says B2B. Dale in the house. Yeah, yell at those kids, man. Yeah, but for know, everyone, like like Pluggo was saying, for everyone who just hopped in the chat, first of all, welcome. Thank you welcome. for being here. We appreciate all of you. Uh, go give us a follow over at Love Wrestling CA right on this very channel if you have not already. Uh, but tonight, like Pluggo said, we have a huge guest. Isaiah Moore has been on AEW Dark as well as plenty of the independents. He was in the building in the United Center when CM Punk made his triumphant return last year. I'm sure we will talk to him a little bit so about that, about wrestled, what the vibe was like. Go ahead. He's wrestled the two weeks that Punk has returned to wrestle. Yes. Oh, we got my friend. Odds. We got our friend uh, Birdo in there. Oh, oh, he popped in even earlier. Oh, he's, man. He's ready to go. Oh, he just popped in right now. He must have heard. Here's he must have heard like, hey, we got a. But we got Dale saying he loves HCW sports. Whoa, hey, it's Isaiah Moore, the human highlight. You're early. I love it. I am. I am. I uh, I got the kids to bed a little early. So. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. We were just talking about you and talking literally. about literally, just talking about you. How uh, <laughs> you've been on AEW Dark. The two times that they, CM Punk has returned, what are yeah. the odds in the same week? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, yeah, the first time I was there was uh, when he first came back, so uh, that was pretty cool, man. It was a hell of experience. <laughs> so, yeah, why don't we start there? So, what's that like? So, you're sitting at home. There's obviously AEW's got the chatter of CM Punk potentially returning. The United Center sold out. Do you get like a phone call from management? How does that process go that you end up on that card in front of 20,000 people? Uh, so actually, I uh, I got an email after a GLWA show on a Sunday. Uh, riding back on the way home, I was riding with uh, Theo Storm and Kenzie Black. And uh, Sean Dean had uh, asked me about my email. And next thing I know, it popped up in mine. And. It said, AEW, you're invited. So uh, 
it was a it was a really awesome surprise, especially coming from a show. You know, not not expecting it at all. So we want. So does that? So is that process like we've heard about? We don't hear a ton about the AEW side of it. But we hear about like on the WWE side of things where it's like you just show up and hope to get picked. Are you going knowing full well that you're going to be in a match? Or is it still a similar like we got to pick out who we want to wrestle on particular nights? Uh, it, it's similar to WWE. Yeah, you're uh, you're not guaranteed anything. You go there and um, whatever is needed, you do your job. And if you happen to get selected, you go out there and you do the best you can do. That's Thank awesome. You. That's awesome. Um, so I'd, I'd have to, you know, obviously I want to get into your background a little bit, but yeah. since we we're, were talking about the night in the United Center and things like that, like, I don't know if it's different um, for the dark talent as opposed to who's on the main show, but like the vibe in the, like in the back where you were like before the show or you're chilling out, like I'm assuming he was hit, you know, they kept it a secret kind of like they never mentioned it, but it was kind of a secret, but I think everyone kind of knew what was going on. Like what was the vibe in the back amongst, you know, the wrestlers that you were hanging with or the performers or talent that you were hanging with and just even some of the, you know, the people that were going to be on the main show, like just what was the general vibe in the back the night that, you know, this um, figure was coming back for the first time in a while. It was a, it was a lot of positivity, man. Uh, it, it was just, it was a really awesome vibe. Everybody was, was happy. Everybody it seemed to be like, upbeat and thriving it was really just awesome everybody you know was talking about it and then uh you see him walking through the back and it's like oh oh he's really here like this <laughs> yeah oh that's so, incredible it, it was really it was, yeah it was a really awesome vibe everybody was just everybody was happy you know uh it felt like uh pro wrestling was starting to spark back up yeah what you did. Awesome. And, you, and you got to be a part of that which had to you got to be you got to come back this past week um, under a different name, Sam Moore. I actually I watched that match, and Taz even goes, "This is the first time we've had an Isaiah versus Isaiah match in the history of wrestling." And I'm thinking in my mind, if you went with Isaiah, his head would have exploded. So, <laughs> so you're showing up this week. So it's a similar deal. You get a, you get a text, an email, you show up, and what's the process like for that? Like, do you get a lot of time with the Butcher Blade and Private Party, and you're like, "Here's what I want to do," or is it more like, "Here's what we're gonna do," and you just go out? and do whatever they need you to do to get out, get them over? Or is there a lot of back and forth on how the planning goes for a match like that? Uh, essentially, it's just uh, what the uh, what the creative wants. Um, and, yeah, we're basically there to uh, make them look good. Um, you, you pretty uh, – I wouldn't say necessarily – you do get told what to do. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, a lot of the talent is really, really good about it, and they'll work with you, you know, if uh, there's certain things – that you're allowed to get in they'll uh, ask you you know what what kind of stuff do you do or what do you do really really well and uh they work with you on that and everybody's always positive about it but uh yeah for the most part they just uh here's the direction that we need to go uh and, you know the talent takes care from that and the coaches as well they'll give you a general idea of how it needs to go yeah very cool before jpj asks this question if you're in the chat i know everybody's here to see isaiah you got a question, comment for him. Let me know. I see HW Sports saying, promise the highlight when an Isaiah human highlight hits the ring. That's true. I've seen it in live, mm -hmm. in person. You're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But I know JPJ's chopped at the bit because I could just talk to you for hours. So I'm going to let him go. I mean, you can go, man. If you, if you, <laughs> I, I, I have no problem. No, but I, you know, I ask this question quite often. But like me being a wrestling fan for so long, I remember 
first falling in love with wrestling when I was four or five years old, whatever it was, you know, um, for you and someone who has now reached a very high level as a performer in wrestling, like when, when was the first time you can remember like seeing or falling in love with pro wrestling? And when did you really decide like, Hey, this is something I think I really want to do. I really want to dive into. Uh, so there's never really been a time in my life where I can't remember wrestling being a part. Just, I grew up, like me and my dad, which his name is Sam. That's where the name came from. Oh, very cool. Uh, All right. So uh, he and I would grow up, or I grew up watching uh, wrestling with him, you know, every Monday, every Thursday, every Friday, whenever it was on. And, uh, but what really made me uh, fall in love with wrestling, the, the thing that made me like, hey, I, I want to do this, was uh, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. Mm. Oh, my God. One of the I best did, matches uh, ever. Yeah, and, and I can go back. I can watch that match any day of the week, twice on mm -hmm. Sunday, just because I loved the the story that was told. It really I, – I was just glued to the screen. And, you know, I was already a Steve Austin fan just because – you know, my dad was a big fan of him, and how can you not like Steve Austin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. That that was definitely the one that made me like, hey, this is this is what I want to do. And ever since then, that's that's always been like my biggest dream. Yeah, I mean, it, that is truly one of the greatest stories inside a professional wrestling match. I think there ever was ever. And Bret Hart is a cent. Oh, well, we got a quite public enemy. Number one versus the human highlight. Number two, when are we getting it? That's a, that's a, that's a question from someone in the chat. So I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he followed know. up. Oh, he followed whenever, up. Follow whenever up is, he wants it. Whenever he there wants you go. it. Like Dellinger's ducking me. All right. There you go. And he followed up with Joshua Joseph from HCW, your favorite commentary guy. <laughs> we got our buddy Bobby in there saying hello. Have a wonderful show. But, you know, and I know you said you were a huge Stone Cold, but like that story that was just involved in that match and Bret Hart was so essential to getting Stone Cold where he needed to go. Like Stone Cold was rising and rising and rising and Bret Hart at, at that status probably didn't have to do that if he didn't want to, you know, but he's such a, a true gentleman of the of the sport of professional wrestling that he knew like, hey, this guy has a chance to be what Stone Cold Steve Austin became, became, uh, became, sorry. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's like a top three match for me of all time. So I'm, I'm pumped that you said that. That's a, that's a great match. Yeah. Plug out. You want to go? Oh, <laughs> we yeah. do this every week. We got to figure <laughs> out a better system. Sorry, Isaiah. We're just, you know, hang on. But for me, I, I, when I, we started this show, I think I told JPJ, like you were on the short list of people I wanted to have on, because I don't know if I've ever told you this story in person. I know we've talked and interacted at some shows here and there, but you were part of the first independent wrestling show I ever went to the oh, HGW yeah. sport, HGW show at uh, the century center. And I just, I was drawn to you instantly. Like the way you just carried yourself, like you walk into a room and you feel like you're a big deal but you are so humble and so kind to like everybody. You've always been nice to my kids when we've gone to shows and like, I'm super excited to have you on. So like, tell me about like the independent scene around here in our area. Like you are like one of the, the top names. Like how did that, how does that grind? How do you get there? How does that, how do you become like on everybody's must have list? You are on everything around here. Like how does that, how does that, what goes into that? Like what's the process? Uh, it, it's putting in the work, man. Uh, that's the thing is you get a lot of you get a lot of people that want to uh, play the part of a wrestler, 
instead of being a wrestler. And uh, I think that's a lot of it is uh, I take it very seriously. You know what I mean? Because it, it, what we do, it, it's not just for the faint at heart. And, uh, and, and it's an art form and it, it is a real sport and you have to, uh, you have to be passionate about what you're doing. You have to believe in what you're doing. And I think that is one thing that, uh, that I, I take to the business is, uh, I, I just, I take it very seriously. So I just applied that and I'm, I've always been willing and, uh, will do what it takes to, uh, learn and to grow and, uh, just be successful in this, you know, because uh, like I said, a lot of people will want to, uh, they want to play wrestler. They want to put on the tights and they want to go out there and they're fine with going out in front of, you know, the local scene and stuff like that. But you, if, uh, if you want to make it and you want to, and you want to be a name somewhere, you, you got to be willing to put in the work. You got to be willing to, you know, take the long drives. You got to, you got to be respectful and, and, uh, and be willing to give back as well, you know, uh, yeah, and I got a quick follow-up to that before we get another uh, question in the chat. Like, was that mentality something you had, like, coming into the business, or was that something you learned, like, early on in your career? Like, that mentality of, hey, like, I'm not here to just have a good time. I'm here to, like, be serious and, like, be the best. Like, is that something you came into the business with or something you learned in the first, you know, couple years or how however long? Uh, I've always wanted uh... – I've always wanted to uh, make make this. I've always wanted to uh, be the best that I, I can be, the best that there is in, in general. So uh, coming into the business, yeah, and uh, I, I always had that mentality mm. uh, because I didn't, uh, I, and I knew how serious it could be because you know it, it can take away a lot of your time. You, know, you can you lose time with family, you know, you lose time with friends. I, I can't tell you the amount of uh, birthdays that I've missed, the, you know, the amount of like yeah. weddings that I've missed or, or things like that. You have to be willing to sacrifice a lot. So yeah, it was always, uh, it was always a hundred percent. Like I want to be the best at this. Yeah. I love that. All right. And we have a HCW sports says as a fan of wrestling, Isaiah, when you're at an event like AEW and you're waiting for your time, what goes through your head? Is it nerve wracking? How do you send yourself to put on the show that you do? Stole my question, especially in that moment when you're walking out in front of 20,000 people. Like, what is, what are you thinking? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, honestly, the, the first few times, uh, I mean, every time is, you know, if you're not nervous going into this, you shouldn't be in it. <laughs> mm. But, um, yeah, every time is a little bit nerve wracking, but, uh, you just got to go. Oh, oh, he might have dropped a little bit. Oh. He might have dropped. We'll hope to get him back. It's all right. We hope to get him back, and then we'll, we'll revisit that question as he dropped. Maybe he got a phone call or something like that. But uh, that is uh, Isaiah Moore. I'm sure he'll pop back on once we get him back on. But, um, yeah. It wasn't me the, this time. Yeah, Plugo. <laughs> it happens to the wasn't best you. Of us. Hopefully. <laughs> and oh, you don't want me to now. sub in. No, but we'll give him a minute to pop we'll back in. It looks like he's back. trying to get uh, back in here. But, yeah, that, I mean, that was – I wanted to hear, obviously, well, while, that question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, hold on. But while he's trying to get back in, why don't we talk about last night 
right here on this same Twitch nope, channel. Oh, he's we back. We'll we got him. There we go. Hey. No, no worries, bro. Hey, um, we'll fit right into this show. You pull the plug out. That's what I do. Every- <laughs> yeah, no, literally, there has been at least half a dozen times the intro song will end. And within seconds, Pluggo's gone. And I'm just like, all right, well, I guess it's just me. So let's party. You know, I'm like, okay. Um, no, it's yeah. So you were right in the middle of uh, kind of discussing like the thought process, what's going through your head, especially, you know, when you're walking through a big crowd. I'm assuming that 20,000, almost 18,000, 20,000 was one of, if not the biggest crowd you've ever performed in front of. I'm assuming, I don't know, but. What what is the mindset there? Is it just like you're walking out no matter where you are, or like, you know, what's going on in the head there? Um, honestly, it's just to uh, perform at the uh, best level that I possibly can. Um, yeah. To uh, go out there and uh, always give 110 percent, just because I, you know, you never know when your last one is, and uh, especially being in front of a crowd of. 15 20,000 people whatever it is you know what i mean you you definitely uh don't want to slack on that one so yeah it's a little bit of it's definitely nerve-wracking just in the sense of you are on that big stage and you are in front of that many people and you know mm-hmm. there's x amount of people watching at home etc but uh, uh i just uh i, I go into it the, the same as as i do just about everything and that's to uh perform at uh the best level and to uh, keep a level head. Awesome. And we have in the back of your mind though. You got to be going, damn, this is cool. Yeah. We got another one from Birdo. (laughs) Oh yeah. I can imagine. He says, who is your dream opponent on any active roster? Keep up the awesome work, Isaiah. Uh, Thank you for that. And um, right now, I would say uh, WWE wise, I would love the uh, opportunity to work with uh, probably like Finn Balor. That's mm. uh, a big, it's uh, a big guy on my list. Um, as far as AEW goes, um, I am, uh, I'm a, obviously, you know, who wouldn't want to work with CM Punk? But uh, oh, I know. I'm a, I'm a big guy. I like uh, Ricky Starks. Mm. Uh, very big on him. I really like him. I uh, love his energy. Uh, and, um, I know he's not technically uh, uh, with Impact anymore, but uh, Rohit Raju is a guy that mm. is on my list. He is uh, that—that's money, man. <laughs> yeah, no, he's money very, very good. Because he shines like one, and damn it, he yeah. does. I want to mix it up with that guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's very, very good. Um, in that I, same vein, I know you dream matches, but around here in your independency, like who's your favorite to work with? Like currently, because I like I said, I know you work with a lot of different people, but who's your like, oh man, when you look back, you go, that's the match. Like that, uh, I, that's uh, the guy. Jason Hotch. Jason Hotch, that is a guy. Uh, he started a little bit after me, and um, he and I, anytime that he and I are in the ring together, it's just the chemistry we have mm-hmm. is uh, is amazing. You know what I mean? And he... He pushes me. I push him. I feel like that we elevate each other, and th- and that's a guy that I just love to be in the ring with at any point in time. Yeah, that's another guy from around this area that like wrestles here a lot. That I think I've seen a few of those matches, and he's on the similar. You guys are like similarly. It's like a, it's like a neck and neck thing. He's been on dark. You've been on dark. Like you guys are making waves. So we got HGW Sports, and how proud are you to see Twist and Flip do work lately? I think I know who that uh, is. I'm yeah. very proud of those boys. Very proud. They have come a long way in such a short time, and they are uh, 
willing to do anything that it takes to get to that next level, willing to learn. They are very respectful and humble. Um, I'm very, very proud of those boys. And those are students that you've trained, right? If I remember correctly from the previous interview I watched you do, those are the, I don't want to put their shoot names yeah. out there, but I know who you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to put shoot names out there if they're not, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's all, how does that like, how does that make you feel like, again, you're, like we've talked, I've talked, because again, I'm very familiar with your work. I try to catch as many of your matches as I can. Um, how does that make you feel to know that there's people now, you're becoming like the standard bearer in this area, and now you've got people that you're training to continue to grow the scene around the Midwest? Uh, it's, a, it's a surreal feeling. Just because, you know, when I when I came in, you know, you see the guys that are at the top of that want to be there and then to uh, reach that level and then, and then on that level is uh, is really amazing. And then on top of that, to have uh, two kids that just want it. And, you know, I, and I just and, and you see the fire in them and you talk to them about the business and they love it and they and they just want to learn and they want to grow and it just it's it's an awesome feeling to know that not only am I doing something positive, but I'm able to give back and uh, help people grow and achieve what uh, they want to achieve out of the business. Definitely, definitely. Um, I do have, <laughs> do have a question that is just, you. I don't know how you're going to add. Do you have a separate house for all the belts that you win? <laughs> I got a closet, brother. I got a closet. I've been following, like I said, I've been following your career since I saw you at that first show, probably four, five years ago now. Which is crazy to think that I didn't even know that independent wrestling existed in this area until that show. You know, Dale and John are like, "Come to this show, you'll love it." And I was like, "All right, cool." And then here we are. But since that you win everything, like how does that? How do you? How do you carry that all around? How do you travel with all those belts? What do you do? You got them displayed. You forget? Uh, no, I, got them, uh, I got them all put up in a closet. When I need them, I uh, open it, put it in the bag, and let's get ready to roll. <laughs> Do you ever forget, like, oh, yeah, shoot, I'm their champion. Like, you've got so many. Oh, uh, there has been, a, for HCW, actually, I did forget the belt one time. I was in a rush, and uh, I had to have my dad come and bring the belt. So that was a, that was a pretty funny moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we have another question from HCW Sports in the chat. Uh, they said, what inspires your various movesets? As a fan, I've noticed it seemed when you started to put muscle on, your moves had a hard, uh, your moves had a more powerful look. What was the influence of your choice of moves? Um, so that, that's kind of hard to say. Um, like I said, I've always, uh, uh, I've been a big fan of Randy Orton mm-hmm. growing up. And uh, I, I would always watch his movements and how, how uh, smooth he was in the ring and how his timing was, how his pacing was. So uh, he kind of influenced me, but I also knew that I was a smaller guy. So I had to learn uh, how to work with that. Yeah. So I watch a lot of guys, you know, like Rey Mysterio or, uh, or like Finn Balor, uh, Eddie Guerrero, guys like that, that would, uh, they're more uh, acrobatic and athletic and could do uh, the more the, the flippy stuff, as everybody likes to say. <laughs> and uh, as I've been able to uh, gain muscle 
I'm able to tone that down a little. I, uh, you know, I still keep some of the stuff, obviously, but uh, yeah. I'm able to tone it down. And um, for my sake, I believe longevity is a key in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're going out there every single night and you're flip after flip, or you know, and you're taking all these crazy bumps, you know, to last 20, 30 years in the business might not happen. But uh, so able to add the muscle and slow it down a little bit and learn. Uh, learn a different pace and and learn how the crowd works um it's uh it's been it's been quite uh the challenge for sure yeah and i know obviously oh sorry i know you said um obviously it was randy orton is there anybody else of that like i i that slower kind of methodical pace that you look at or is he really the main guy because you've been such a fan for like i like when you say that i think of guys like jake the snake roberts like from like the last you know kind of that hey i can be quick and i can hit you with a real snap or real quick move arn anderson almost a little bit too like that i'm gonna be methodical i'm gonna hit you when i need to hit you but i'm gonna be slow i'm gonna get the crowd into it i'm gonna change how the crowd is viewing myself and like this match and kind of that psychological part of the game a little bit uh randy orton has always been a big one for me uh always been a big one uh the undertaker obviously mm. uh you know i mean quite the different character and, and you know size etc but uh just watching how he was in the ring and uh listening to some of the things that he would say uh really helped me in that aspect because you don't have to uh you don't have to give so much to to get a lot out of, out of the out of the crowd or, or to get a lot of the story that you're trying to tell, you know. Uh, yeah. Less is all important. That, that is the biggest thing that I've probably picked up from watching him and especially watching Randy. Yeah. All right, Plugo, you want to ask before we get to a couple more fan oh, questions? No, we can, that's, a, that's a great right. question. Let's well, go with Birdo's question. Yeah, what only one Birdo's. Favorite, yeah, go ahead. Which was your favorite match, the only one Birdo saying, that involves yourself? Like, what match is your favorite that you've ever had? You've had a lot. Good ones. Uh, maybe maybe if you want to pick a couple to make it easy. Yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I can give you a couple. Uh, I had a mat, uh, two matches. One was recently at EHF. Uh, the first one was at Metro Pro Wrestling uh, against Jason Hatch. And then uh, I did a 60-minute Ironman match against TW3 Le- uh, Legacy Pro Wrestling for the heavyweight title. That one was a, a big favorite of mine. As well as uh, I had a match uh, against Karam at Metro Pro Wrestling, and then anytime I'm in the ring with Tyler Matthews. Mm. Oh, Tyler Matthews is really good. Another guy really around good. this area, JPJ. I had to like fill him in. I was like, he's from our area. Don't worry. But all these I'm, guys, no, I said, hey, any local stuff, that's, you ask stuff away, man. man I'm from yeah, I'm from um, the Northeast. So we got yeah. HEW Sports asking to healer face. Which uh, which do you prefer to do or love to develop with? Like which one do you go with? Because you, you do both, you do both very well, jack of all trades. Uh, uh, everybody loves to be a heel. <laughs> everybody <laughs> loves to be a heel. Um, and prob and as much as I do love it, I I would probably say face. Just it's harder to do the face, right? It 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 is. You you know. Um, Everybody wants to be healed because it's easy to, hey, kid, this, you know, it's easy to, everybody can talk crap all mm-hmm. day long. 
You know what I mean? Everybody likes to be the big tough guy or whatever, but it, it takes a lot to be the face. It takes a lot to learn how to sell and, uh, you know, and get sympathy. So uh, I love being the face because I'm, uh, I'm always looking for a challenge. That's awesome. Um, you mentioned that you did a 60-minute Ironman match. Obviously, you are in terrific shape. You can go. If anybody's seen you in the ring, you can, you can go. But heading into a match where you know you're going 60, you know. Um, what's the prep like? Is it any, is it more, are you, does it change because you know, you're going 60 or is it more, Hey, stay in your lane. You know what you're doing. We're just going to be going longer. Or does like the lead up to that match change to the other ones you've had? Because you know, Hey, I'm going Broadway here. Like I'm going an hour. Um, I spent a lot more time and, and I, I'm not a fan of cardio. I, I, I don't do it a lot. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Either do we. No judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely it's no fine. cardio on this end. So, But uh, yeah, I uh, mentally I knew I was like, okay, you know, this isn't just uh, normal. Hey, go out there and give us 10. Go out there and give us 15. I knew that it was going to be a while, and uh, I knew, you know, it's 60 bell to bell. So I had to prepare myself mentally as well as physically uh, with a lot of cardio. Uh, so that was that was my biggest focus. I wasn't terribly worried about it, but it was mm -hmm. more of a I, I don't want to risk it, <laughs> you know. For sure. Uh, so it, that was a big part of it for uh, but it was it was definitely a challenging match. I will say that that was probably one of the hardest, if not the hardest, that I've been in. In, uh, in those sixty-minute Ironman matches, at the end of every one, I think in the history of those matches, it's both competitors just gassed on the mat. And of course, you know we all know this is a scripted, you know, sport. But that's got to be real, right? In that moment, you're just like, oh, I made it, the finish line, we did it, sixty minutes, Whew. right? Like. Are you still revving to go? Could you have gone? Could you have kept going another thirty if they asked you to? Or <laughs> uh, honestly, at the end of it, I uh, like I was a little bit blown up, but um, they they ran a little bit of a segment where uh, TW three and I got uh, jumped after the match, etc. And uh, I probably I I feel like I could have went at least another ten, maybe okay. fifteen. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know about much more than that, but <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I definitely, uh, probably could have went a little yeah. respect. Yeah. For Just real. thinking about it. I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I couldn't last two minutes in there. So I mean, 60, <laughs> good Lord. Um, we got HCW again saying Mr. Highlight, obviously B2B is your favorite show as it should be, but is it safe to say HCW drop kicks and roll-ups is your second favorite with host Joshua Joseph? The fans are dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh the inside jokes oh, uh, you can tell you can tell them the truth it's us yeah you can tell them the truth you can tell you can tell them that the show's not good if it's not good um you know it's all right no, i haven't very many podcasts so, or, or interviews like this so uh outside of beard to beard yeah i'll uh i'll give you that one josh <laughs> all right we'll Love take it. that we'll take yeah. that um I'm going to ask, not wrestling related. I know you're a oh, sports you going, guy. Are you going football? Are you going, going football. Are you going to ask what I think you're going to ask? You know, I'm an Irish fan. You're a Michigan fan. Oh, oh we yeah, lost see, he knew. He, he knew. knew. We lost he him knew. again. He's a Michigan he guy. He knew it was coming. He knew we were we were switching it up. We were going to talk some college football, and he was like, I got to get out I of have here. To know how I don't want to be around anybody team. that supports the Notre Dame Irish. This is, yeah, see, there you go. 
All right, I think he's back. He's in a different. I think he's in a different one. I got a different one here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, look at you! I'm not touching anything. Oh, we got. All right, there we go. You uh, dropped when the trash talk was about to start. That's yeah, Pluggo was about to. <laughs> Pluggo was about to. Although I don't know if I don't know if anybody that supports the Notre Dame Fighting Irish can talk trash. But anyway, continue. Uh, <laughs> continue, Pluggo. I might pull the plug for real. <laughs> oh. I was Go ahead, Plugo. Boys are going to do this year. Are they going to follow up that playoff appearance or <laughs> Michigan? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm bleeding maize and blue over here. I'll uh, I'll always say that. Yeah, so, yeah. That's the only thing about you that I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. No, Michigan had a real good year last year. I expect them to be good again this year. I mean, your Irish will do what they normally do. They'll win 11 games against nobodies and get in the playoff and get smoked by anybody of of that's good. Toughest, that's what will happen. Toughest schedule in the nation. Always. Oh, toughest we schedule in the nation playing UAB. and uh, We never played UAB. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, Plug. I'll let you go since you wanted to start talking trash with our I, guest for crying out loud. They, he knew what's going to happen. I know. <laughs> no, I... We've been, oh, we got roll that time, baby. We had uh, HW Sports again. Josh is like, he say, uh, when do we get uh, the highlight versus the manual for the HW title? When is that happening? When are we booking that thing? Uh, say that uh, one more time. I was losing you a little bit. Oh, uh, we got HW Sports want to know when the uh, fan base is going to get the human highlight versus Chip the Manimal Walker at HW Sports. Uh, you, you name it. You tell me. I'm uh, I'm not back ready to go. And, uh, that's a pretty belt. I could add it to the collection. So you let me know. Can I? Can you? Are you there? Do you have that that kind of clout where you could just say, "Give me that title match. I want it." I think you do, especially at HCW. You're a day one guy. You're former champ. You can, uh, you can just ask for that, right? <laughs> we could make that happen. I'll call Dale right now. We'll book that shit. Hey, call him up. Tell him I want the match. <laughs> Beautiful. Probably watching right now. Dale, I want the match. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. go. It's See, happening right here. This we're is booking, what we we're do. We're booking shows right hey, here Josh, on Between Two Bids. Everybody that popped in, we've got Isaiah Moore, the human highlight, hanging out, chatting, wrestling, football, whatever. For, you know, I got if you got questions, comments, you want to drop them, let them let them know. I don't know how much longer we've got you. I know you're a busy guy, so you know. And then. uh well, they just said that Josh's stream just raised over three hundred dollars for the charity of the winners choosing. So that's awesome. Good to know, good awesome. to see that. Always good to raise money for some charity. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, my question is, um, I guess for you, like moving forward, I know it seems like you're ready for anything. We've had a couple open challenges in the chat. You're like, book <laughs> it. I'm I'm ready to go. Um, but for you, like, what are some short term and long term goals? Like, do you just kind of want to wrestle as much as you can, kind of go everywhere? travel all across wherever, or do you have some longer term goals uh, where you want to head as you continue your uh, promising and prominent wrestling career? Uh, the goal myself is to just make this full time. Um, I love this business. I love everything about it. Um, that is probably, you know, short term, long term, whatever you want to call it. That's that's the biggest goal. I want to do this uh, for as long as I can um, in front of as many people as I can and, and travel all over. You know, I'd love to go overseas. I'd love to touch every state in the U.S., mm -hmm. uh, compete against the best of the best. 
just because that, you know, you're not going to get better if you're not competing against people that are better than you. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's probably my biggest thing. Uh, short term wise, I just, uh, in a, a short term wise, I'd love to, uh, sign that contract. <laughs> Fair. Fair. And we would love you. Uh, do you have a preference too, or are you going anywhere? You're just anybody that's willing to give it to you. You're like, all right, we'll make it work. and We'll do uh, our thing and kill it. Or you got a preference or a plan of attack for that. Uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty much open. You know, uh, I, I just love the business, whether it's WWE, whether it's impact, whether it's AEW, MLW, whatever it is, I'm willing to, uh, if the opportunity's there, you know, and they're knocking, I'm going to bust the door wide open. Love awesome. it. Love Before it. we get, Oh, we, we'll, we'll ask this question. I say, would you rather fight a hundred ducks size horses or one horse size duck? That's from the boss. That's our boss asking you that question, by the way. That's our bo- that's our lovely boss asking you that question. Uh, Welcome to Love Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I'll fight the one horse size duck. Fair. Ooh, there you go. I feel like that's the right answer. I feel like I, a lot of people go with the hundred duck size horses. That's it's a lot. basically a velociraptor that can fly. <laughs> not but i mean i mean he might not be wrong who knows who For, knows but back on to the on to your uh your your wrestling career i feel like i'd be doing a disservice if i didn't ask do you prefer the tag team route because you're part of one of the most successful tag teams in the midwest the thieves of greatness or are you really enjoying this singles run that you've been on lately it seems like you've really been diving into just being a singles competitor but you still always have that in your back pocket um i uh, i love tag team wrestling i learned a lot during that time period um and yeah we were very successful very successful but uh, i have very much enjoyed the singles run and uh and and i love it in the sense because uh, when you're when it, when it's just you in the ring, it's just you and one other guy, and you're out there, and uh, it can be some of the best talent in the world, and they're going to push you, and they're going, you know, they're not saying not taking any away from uh, from tag team wrestling because there's so many phenomenal tag teams out there uh, that'll push your limits, that'll that that'll uh, take you above and beyond. But um, I have thoroughly enjoyed the singles run for sure. Absolutely. And we got HCW Sports saying, for real, chat, if you get a chance, watch them live. I made joke in here, but Isaiah is, an amaz- is amazing. I've talked to him. I've watched him grow. I'm proud to say I've worked with him while he was around. It's Josh, and I'm so proud of what you've done, man. Great push and humble. So, HCW. Josh, give- I truly appreciate it. Yeah. And I know I, 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 echo that. Go, I just I say I echo that sense of it too. Like I never hear an unkind word about you in this area. Like everybody's like Isaiah's the man. Isaiah's so nice. He's so giving, so willing to work with whoever, whenever, do whatever. Like it's really hard to come by in this business where there's not somebody going, you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you've got it, not to be so blunt about it, but you seem to have you figured out that niche to just be humble, be kind to everybody and just keep pushing and dude, you're killing it out there. Thank you. Well, that's one thing uh, I, I learned a few years in, you know, uh, you have to be humble. You know, I mean like there, there's a, everybody's uh, everybody's got an ego. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know what I mean? And everybody chooses their own horn every once in a while. But uh, my biggest thing is uh, wrestling is always about giving back. And if you're not willing to give back, then wrestling's not going to continue. And that's and that's what this is about. Everybody, 
who loves professional wrestling, who wants to see it thrive, is going to get back, and they're going to continue to do uh, anything they can to see the sport uh, go year after year after year after year. I love that. I love that answer. You know, I think that way, if a lot of, if everybody has that mentality and a lot or most wrestling is going to be in a good spot because it takes, it takes two to tango or it takes four, however, what, but it takes two to tango, right? Like, yeah, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to be champion. Everyone wants to be at the top, but there's a journey to get there. And sometimes you got to do the right thing for other people in order to get there eventually. You know what I mean? And I feel like, the more wrestlers that have your mentality, which I feel like nowadays in this current generation, there are more wrestlers that have that mentality than maybe generations prior. Uh, and I think that's why you see wrestlers from other companies putting each other over on Twitter or when something happens on AEW, you'll see their friends in WWE being like, hell yeah. You know, like when I, I mentioned it last week when we were talking to MRB, like when Claudio won the Ring of Honor title, you saw all those people, all those friends of his in WWE celebrating that on Twitter. Like it wasn't like, Oh, you know, and I feel like that's kind of the generation and the mentality of a lot of current wrestlers. And I feel like that's a really good mentality for the business in general. You know what absolutely. I mean? So. Absolutely. You just, you got it. That's the thing is you, you need to see everybody thrive. And like, you know, for, for guys in congratulate him and all that love it, it just shows how much and how far wrestling has come. Yeah, I fully agree. Plugo, got any uh, any other questions? I was going to gonna say, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But yeah, almost 45 here. minutes here. Yeah, Good man, stuff. we Good appreciate stuff. you hanging out. But I, I have to ask, Ed, so you're on Dark. It's Tuesday night. You're doing your thing. How does that feel? Butcher and the Blade, they, they lay it in, and you take that you take that finishing move. Like a champ, what's, like, what's your mindset there? Like, oh, my gosh, this is going to hurt. Or do I just just take it because it's for the cause? Or you're just like, please don't, please don't drop me too hard because butcher butcher's a big boy. <laughs> yeah, definitely a, a big boy. Uh, my back was a little bit a couple of days. Ago. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, did you have to ice it down. Did you milk it. You're like, hey, kids, listen today. Daddy's got to take a minute. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't be jumping around. Or you just get right back into it. You know, because yeah, like yeah, I, I, uh, I yeah. go ahead. No, uh, no, 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 uh, they're definitely uh, some strong boys. That is, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm watching, and again, like we all know that this is a scripted thing. But your eyes, your your like facials during that whole match, I'm like, I, I have to feel like this is some real stuff. Like he's probably not phoning this in because it looked like they were laying it in thick. <laughs> tough, all the credit in the world. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, before you get out of here, again, we want to thank you for your time. We've had you for almost 45 minutes here, and this has been excellent and a great time. So, again, thank you for hopping on here. We appreciate it very, very much. Um, yeah. Let the people know where they can find you on social media. Let the people know if you have any matches coming up, where they can kind of see you, if they're in the area. Why don't you uh, kind of plug your stuff, let people know, and then we'll let you get back to the kids and the family and enjoy the rest of your evening, my friend. I appreciate that. Uh, Friday night, I will be in Wisconsin Pro Wrestling. Uh, they're having a cage. And then uh, Saturday night, I will be in Jackson, Michigan for AWE. I'll be defending the uh, heavyweight title against uh, Simon Socrates. Nice. Uh, follow me on Instagram as the underscore human highlight. 
Uh, Twitter is H Isaiah underscore more H and then Facebook is just Isaiah Moore. Awesome, man. Yeah, definitely appreciate you coming on. Like I said, for me, you were one of the first wrestlers I gravitated to in this independent scene, and I've been following you this whole time. So this was a short bucket list thing for me. I'm glad we were able to work out a time to get this done. The door is always open here, my friend. If you ever need anything, let us know. We'll definitely put you over, have you back on anytime you want when you sign that AEW contract, you know. Be here. <laughs> I have to I do have to imagine getting the second. Yeah, getting that second opportunity. It's going to come, right? The third, fourth, they just, just start knocking them out. So, like I said, man, we... Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like you're, you know, you're someone that all of us will be seeing a lot more of very, very soon. I, I have that feeling. Uh, so, again, we want to thank you for being here. We really appreciate you, man. And like Pluggo said, door is always open. Anytime you want to hop on, shoot the shit. We'll talk college football. We'll have you on during the season if you want. We'll talk anything. We, you know, we love wrestling here, obviously, but we we are yeah. we can talk about anything. But dude, anytime you want to come back on, the door is always open. Talk for about you. Them Thank Irish. you so much for being here, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys. And anytime you want to have me back on, let's do it. Absolutely, man. All right, All right. Have Isaac a great Moore, night. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Make sure y'all go follow him on all his socials. Beautiful. 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 That Knocking him out here on Between Two That's Beers. That's right. Knocking him out. So if you're still LPW here in the LPW Grand Champion last week. Yeah. Human Highlight Isaiah Moore this week. Yeah, we don't mess around. Champion. And because you guys just did a great job of like spending our budget well. You want an exclusive? Yeah, I do. See you in a minute. I'm just saying. Why do you keep oh, doing this to me, man? Parrish is, like, is back. Bobby Sharp, been on this show as well. Parrish former been on guest. We... Parrish, former guest. Between two beards. Colleague and friend. Like, what Colleague and friend, Chris Parrish. Yes. That <laughs> should be a barn burner of a match right there with those two gents going one-on-one -on -one with each other. Spine destroyed. Spine destroyed. Yeah, that's interview. what it looked like Thank in a couple you, yeah. of those. Good Lord. Thank you, uh, and thank you for the awesome the questions. Yes. Yeah, thank you for all those questions. questions. I know, obviously, you have a history with that fellow that was just on the show. Um, yes. But thank you for being so active in the chat and asking all those questions. That was a really – that's two really good interviews two weeks in a row that I'm uh, I'm feeling really good about. I think we might yeah, actually be getting decent at interviewing people. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're figuring out We're just going to stop talking over each other. 
we we always do that, but I don't know if it's part of our charm and charisma. Maybe it I don't is. know. Maybe. But I, don't know. I know that I like I wasn't just blowing smoke now that he's off this. I'll say it to you again. Like when I started the, when we started this show, I was like, I want to get some of these independent guys from my area on that like helped spark my love for independent wrestling. Because it's no joke. He was at the first show. I didn't know that lower not I don't want to say lower in a negative sense, but I always knew about like the Ring of Honors and yeah, you, know, the, it, you, you didn't know, know like the, the more the local, the more local, local, local yeah. stuff. And then I went to an HCW show, and he was there with oh, some other. It's the tease. It's almost yeah. like you're ready for. Some... Hey, I'm down. Yeah, we're down. I love me no some way. me. I will. I will do all the interviews. <laughs> People want to interview me. I'm all for that. I love me some me. So I will. I'm ready. So I know yeah, I see mild man. We can tell him about the very quiet and reserved time we had in Vegas last year. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we, we can dive into that. Uh, hey, listen, how I act on camera might not be precisely how I act off camera. I'll just leave it at that. I might be a little. <laughs> this is true. I always, there. I always say I want more of pre-show JPJ. Oh my God. On actual air. Well, we've talked like, about having. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but, and like JPJ is great now, but like we had a very, we were up at six. We'd go for <laughs> runs. We'd, yeah. We'd yeah. be very responsible throughout the day. And yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, no drinking, I, no boozing, no. No debauchery, no, no staying no, up till wee hours. Nope. No, mm -mm. no texting me. None. Going, no, <laughs> no, none at all. Vegas, what are you doing, Blogger? I feel know. really bad for our Slack chat throughout the entire weekend. Oh, JPJ, it was bad. It was bad. I was like, bring it on, fellas. I don't care. But Berto's yeah. thing, he was watching some of Isaiah's matches while he was on great stuff. Yeah, like I will toot that guy's horn until if he ever if he never talks to us again because he's like, oh, these two beard guys sucked. I never be on. I'll still support him because he puts on great matches. He one of the uh, pillars in this community in terms of wrestling in this area, mm -hmm. and he's starting to branch out. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So, but yeah, yeah we got the was, uh, That's another Eric, one. HW was mentioned and Eric Dillinger. That's another guy on the rise in this area. He's a very good talent. Well, there wrestler. you go. So we do know a uh, Booker up here in Canada that should keep us up for some. Talent. That is true. We do. You know, we might have a Booker. Yeah, LPW has got a ton of talent, but you know, they're always looking for you know people to pop like in here or there. So I'm just saying we might know a booker. So, but if you're um, still in the chat, we're going to talk about the that was. We'll take it in any direction you guys want to go. If you've got questions or comments about the wrestling week, I know we talked before. We were expecting Isaiah closer to nine, but it was gracious enough to pop in early. So you know what we do around here? We always make it work. We don't care. Yeah, we figure we make it, it work. Yeah, we, we had him scheduled we for nine, but like, about, yeah. yeah, he wanted to. Come but we were going to dive in. I mean, we figured... carrying cross is what we were talking about, I believe, yeah. when that started. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought I thought SmackDown. Down. I know I thought SmackDown last week was a solid show. I don't. I didn't think it was as good as Raw, but I thought it was yeah. pretty solid. And but that whole moment right there, that I mean, that's Cross as we saw in NXT Black and Gold was immediately, basically made the champion uh then he got hurt and when he came back he was almost immediately made the champion again uh and then it was go to the main roster and he was wearing a metal jason mask he's wearing bondage gear bro yeah he was wearing bondage gear and a metal jason mask and then he was out of a job so you know, it gets people over bdsm yeah you know and not that i listen to everything this gentleman has to say, because some of his opinions are should be in the trash. I think I killed. But I, I, no, I, we're not here to king shame. Okay, I don't <laughs> king shame. 
But that's not how you get over when you no, just it's presented not. him it's as not. a badass on NXT. That's maybe yes. not how you get over to you, but like <laughs> maybe, maybe carry some people might that. like Again, it. Some people I don't like think it. You, as long as it's consensual and legal, you do it. I also apologize do. for like treating this show like Quizplex, where I think it's funny every time I pop on because like lucky, usually were, people have to drink every time they do. But. If you were, yeah, Alex, you were Alex, Alex, it's a Thursday. I'm sure people have to work. I don't want to ruin a day or anything like that. When Alex catches up on this show he's gonna be pissed that we he's gonna yell at me because every time alex hop on screen i yell at him i say get the but fuck out of here from, like that's well, what we've I got said. this thing I'm between not you and it. i jpj that's the it. thing is like we we've got a good thing going is like yeah you and plugo plug like, hey. ally against alex and then yeah. you and i ally against plugo because <laughs> we offered plugo the opportunity to come to our uh quiet and reserved weekend in vegas we last year we did and he didn't come we did. He it's didn't true. come. Our hotel costs to come to the next one because of you, Plugo. And I think that's where my issues with the budget come <laughs> from. Is like about a year ago now, both JPJ and I had to put in an extra third apiece. Yeah, and we full did. shout out to uh, Joel Pearl, handsome wow. and wonderful individual. Because otherwise, we would have been having to put another half a piece in. Yeah, that would have been expensive. Oh, but so if you ever want to understand, like when when they show the My Way video package for. Plugo and I's feud. That's where it starts. Is we had to pay more. Listen, for while you two, while you two were gallivanting over in Vegas for SummerSlam, I was holding down the fort. It was quiet and reserved. Holding it down. <laughs> I was here every week. This face here Why are we weekly. B2B. We every Why week. We I'm here. You never miss my face. It's what I do. But one of these times, we'll all get together. We'll go to a pay-per-view. We'll make it happen. It's on my to-do list. I just, you know, I prefer to spend the budget for our fans and let them have, you know, the killer guests that we've had. You name it. They've been on this show. We don't yeah. play. I but mean, anyway. We... <laughs> but, Sean okay. Ross Snap, Warren Hayes. You yeah, we can go through the list. Alicia yeah. Toot, MRB, Taryn from Account, Phil Lindsay. We got them all. We get them yeah. all. That's what we do. You say Alex Kane, bro? Alex Kane? Alex Kane, Billy Sam Starks, Beale. Billy Starks, Sam bro. Beale. Billy what? Starks is going to be a superstar on the professional yeah, wrestling just, business I'm within the next two years. Giving the fans what they on this want, show, right? you guys are hanging out on Vegas, this show. Bro. Yeah, but first of all, f you, because I went to Vegas. <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus. You wait. The hell's that shit? I'm getting thrown under the bus for not going. He, I, I'm not throwing you under the bus. I think JPJ you... was there for literally every interview you name. That was. Are you trying? I was on the only thing I was upset about is I. Yeah, Taryn from account. That was the one I missed out on. I would like I would like to be I would like Taryn to be a guest. Red Ella J co-host. Ella J as well. But she was on the show before with the three of yes. us though. So he's trying but the to Taryn from accounting. She's she's the one that I was like, damn. She's damn. she's gonna come but back. We'll she did tell us on. she would come on. She'll be after she takes care she of business it. against another fan favorite of our a friend a favorite of ours, friend of the show, friend of the channel, Veda Scott. I got to pick yeah. between Beta and TFA, but you That's know, a tough one. Not... that's a tough one. TFA once, one... put a beard on. She wins everything in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> we were trying to talk Gary Cross. Spencer we were. Just, and he's just going crazy. Yeah. Over How there. did Spencer come up with this? Like to get all these amazing shows in one spot without a network. How did he come up with the idea? I mean, well, yeah, you'd have to ask. The... I'm not the Mostly guy that can answer it. I think, I think I'm going to go with handsomeness as the first answer. <laughs> Is uh, I'm I'm I like to think I'm pretty handsome, especially since this haircut. It's a nice I've kind haircut. of gone to like a curly pomp. Yeah, like a like a quaff, a quaff. 
Yeah, we'll go with the quaff. I'll put the mind behind graphics on. We'll just interview Spence. I still didn't bring that brand back because can we talk about carrying cross? No, I'm just kidding. You might have you might have been sleeping. Jesus. Here's what we're gonna do everyone. All right, for the love of God. So I would say carrying cross for me since day one, I think since he debuted, I have always said they should have never done the NXT the NXT thing did him a big injustice. He should have immediately debuted that on SmackDown. Well, I, I think they made up for it. Then. I think they made up for then it. Then they butchered him, and now he's back. And I'm excited that he's back because, I mean, I enjoy that man on my television screen. And in a good kicking-ass capacity, that's mm-hmm. what we wanted to see. <laughs> now back to the Spencer talk. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Spencer. but. <laughs> No, but I, I praise think the way, me. <laughs> oh, we're not. I think the way that he was yeah, presented. This is the wrong show for that. On Friday, immediately thrown in there with Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, which is the main event of the next pay per view, PLE, whatever the hell you want to call it. I'm going to call it pay per view. Classic. It's the main event. It's for the title. Cross comes out, attacks McIntyre, and then he has the stare down with Roman, and then Scarlet puts the hourglass there. To let Roman know, like, hey, your time's ticking too, buddy. And I think, and for some reason, I, with the hair and the leather jacket, I thought Karrion Cross looked 10 times better than how he looked when he was presented, even in NXT, where they presented him like a monster champion before he got hurt. Um, I love, I love the the duo with the, I'm glad he was with Scarlett. They had the old music, the old entrance, which I'm happy about. He looked like he looked like an immediate world champion main eventer and it's fresh to see because triple h made a lot of those in nxt and when he handed them when he handed them off to uh the guy that was in charge he did not he did not look at them that way and now triple h running the show bringing back those people that he built as main eventers you know do you think he's just, relying too it. heavily on former NXT talent? Yeah, too, too yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Or is he relying too stuff. heavily on the debut return pop? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I it's think funny. So. How I think the what he's doing is he saw Triple H does it, but Tony Khan. Yeah, well, you know, there is there's always gonna be a double standard when it's WWE. There's always just some people they kneel at the wall, they defend the wall. Um, yeah. but as we learned my thing morning. is you're seeing Triple H call all his people that he wouldn't have fired. He's not going to call every, well, some of them are under contract. You can't call Adam Cole. You can't call the undisputed era and be like, Hey guys, I need you to come back. You can't. Breaking you news. Can't call, he's not coming yeah, back. Yeah. You can't call Keith Lee. You can't call swerve. There's certain people that are under contract. He cannot call. However, I agree with HTW sports. He's calling the people back that he can to build a base for the future. Because that's been the main problem with WWE for the last 10 or 15 years is what? People say, oh, they can't build new stars. Well, part of the reason why they couldn't build new stars is because the guy in charge only gave a fuck about four people. Well, that, in the last and he was 15 years. He was it was John Cena. Them. It was Roman's. Yeah, he was building them in NXT. And, and then, then when he handed Vince them off, like, Vince was like, that's not Brock Lesnar. That's the get out of here. That's not Brock Lesnar. That's not Roman Reigns. Again, and I love Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Those are not detriments to those individuals. But that's what was going on. But. Half Here's of them the are now Riley, with a different company. Finest, Brock Lesnar. Oh, Lesnar rules. I was at summer like he when he did the tractor thing at some oh my god. 
cut off flannels. It's it's Brock Lesnar and Trevor Murdoch. That's like the list. That's the yeah. Case. Speaking of Trevor Murdoch, Lo- I love fired up JPJ too. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Pluggo always yells at me that I need to get more fired yes. up on here. It gets even but when he, he yells at me. I'm like, see more of that. Um. Yes. And Bobby Munson, you did. You did hear. You did hear someone say six. Which, if you're in what the is chat, it? Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan's finest. Probably. If you're in the chat, stay tuned after this show. Hang out with video bro Bobby Munson, Papa Smokes, talking some ML dub, the yeah. greatest and best MLW coverage in the world. We were on that show. HCW agrees. Week. They see, he says, Yep. Yeah, like Plugo said last week, we were special guests on that show. We did a special yeah. draft, and your boy drafted someone who was already a champion. <laughs> so that's how good I fucking was at that, which is not usually good. how it goes. Is Plugo and you know who else I drafted? All... Killer Cross, who was on fucking SmackDown the next night. So uh, <laughs> you might think uh, Trevor Murdoch. No, we didn't mention Trevor Murdoch. I was going to say that. Do you want to do you want to long break for the two of you guys to quench your thirst? Yeah, because I think Trevor Murdoch was good, buddy. just involved Jack with Ralph us here. did a pretty Resident. cool interview yesterday that I know you were leading oh, into, JPJ, but uh, Who's that? I had the prudence, Zark, excuse me. Thank you. The artist formerly known as Zark. Uh, so I had the prudence <laughs> to upload a clip for the two of you guys if you wanted. And I know we gave a little tidbit earlier, but uh, here's another little tidbit if you guys want a minute. A minute and 29 seconds is the exact amount of time you have. Do it. Let's go. Here is Zach asking the NWA world's champion, Trevor Murdoch, of course, about uh, Tommaso Ciampa and his Harley race tribute from Monday. Here you go. See you soon. I want to talk to you a little bit about the interesting finish from last night on uh, NWA power. You had a one-on-one. What did you think of uh, Tommaso Ciampa's tribute to Harley race on raw this past Monday? If you happen to see it. Yeah, Yeah. I did see it. Loved it. Loved it. Any, Anytime when you've got one of the boys that go out there and, and show, you know, HR a little love, I love it. I hope, you know, that, that's just um, Champa's like me. He, he came down to Harley's camp and got to spend some time down at Harley's for about six months. Um, I was there a little bit longer, uh, obviously, years. But anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's always good to see one of the boys paying respects to HR. Like that's, you know, he's, he's had his hand on a lot of guys – and influenced a lot of wrestlers that people really don't know. So it was it was really touching and really awesome to see Champa go out there and throw some love at Harley. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I thought I was out of the screen, so excuse my dumb luck. I'm going <laughs> to... And Plugo is asking, like the, asking the chat, should we do a draft tonight? Because I do want to talk WWE, though. I know we started talking yeah. across, and then we've been interrupted all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I do want to talk about raw. This shit tonight. Hey? <laughs> I want to talk about raw. It's the difference between Alex. Alex loves to be behind the scenes. Spencer's got no. Alex tried face. to get on here. I just yelled at him, and he got off. He got off the. You can't yell to us. We're trying to make it till next week. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You test his patience enough. You can. I just don't want to recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but Plugo did ask in the chat, should we do a draft to end the show tonight? It's been a few weeks since we've done one. It's been a while. Uh, we draft let us know. Drop some topics in the chat. We'll see if we want to. But yeah, I know. Again, Cross was the only thing I wanted to touch on SmackDown. I thought it was a solid show, but I thought Cross was the only thing to really discuss. Uh, but then we get to Raw, and we just saw that clip with Trevor Murdoch uh, talking about the Tommaso Ciampa honoring Harley Race on Monday Night Raw, in which I thought was an excellent 
title match between him and Bobby Lashley. Um, I thought Ciampa was going to win. I really did. Um, mm. But Bobby Lashley ended up winning, which I'm not upset about. I think Bobby Lashley has been a great U.S. champion so far. And I think he is one of the perfect guys to have that title as you're clearly rebuilding the prestige of that title. Prestige um, worldwide, wide, wide. Prestige worldwide, yeah. Um, but I, I thought Raw, again, was a really, really good show. I love the story they're telling about with the females and Bailey's group and and – Bianca and, uh, you know, they, they announced the tag team tournament. The brackets are a little, uh, you know, they, they definitely made up some teams, which again, that triple H is in, in company are doing the best they can with what they got. Um, yeah. um if they didn't, I, you know, I can tell you that raw, I can tell you when I know raw is on a good pace is when like Mrs. Pluggo will be sitting there reading a book or something next to me. And then she'll look up and be like, Oh, that's cool. Like, and she was talking yeah. about Bailey and EO and yeah. Dakota. She's like, she looks amazing. Like, this is cool. That's new. That's different. So, like, for me, like, because I'm, we're going to watch this shit regardless. We watch it. Oh, yeah. Watch it for 30 years or whatever, however long it's been, you know. So, we're watching it. But when you can draw people that don't mm-hmm. necessarily die hard, you know, dive into this weekly like we do, that's what I'm like, okay, they're on to something. When, when, you know, my wife is going, oh, they look cool. So now, next time they're on, she's, more likely to gravitate towards that and again i'm enjoying having the female presence of bailey back and i love that mm-hmm. she's working with eo and dakota and i love and i tr- and i love that they're giving eo time to talk and she's yep. doing it in japanese and she's killing it like i enjoy that a lot instead of just keeping her silent, i think it adds a little to it and triple h's fingerprints are all over the first two weeks i feel like smackdown's a little behind like you talked earlier but, yeah. I, but I also yeah, think, you know, I, but I also tomorrow. think that's because they pigeonholed SmackDown so much into just Roman, like it was the yeah. Roman show for so long, and it's only two hours, so there's not a lot of room to wiggle. Mm-hmm. But once he finally gets his fingerprints in that, he can do that. But yeah, we got the ta- women's tag tournament, and they didn't wait. I hate the, I do hate that they put these brackets out and have the match when they, right after they put the brackets out. I'm like, yeah. I'd like to make picks. Also, that I know we're gonna be wrong, why, but I'm glad. Can I ask a question? You can how always the, ask a question. It's your show. How the hell are Toxic Attraction not in this tag tournament? Unless how does them. that? No, I don't want to. Like how plans? bigger plan? What? Then winning if, the? If, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm pretty sure EO Sky and Dakota are the team that's going to win. Hear me I, out. Hear me out. I think hear we're me probably out. all aligned with that. You bring up Go Mandy ahead. and Toxic Attraction at the climax of this women's title tournament, and that's your first feud. Oh, bring so, them the, all so you up bring together. up Toxic Attraction to challenge the champions and say, hey, we've been running yeah, NXT for the last year and yeah. a half. Like, we're here. Yeah. Are they babyface in this situation? Like, is Toxic Attraction babyface in this situation? Yeah, but, but Bailey's group's not babyface either, though. So somebody would have to be babyface, correct? And I don't think it's Toxic Attraction. But that's again, but that's again if Bailey's group wins it. Granted, I think, I they think they're going to. And then I think I, Bailey probably at some point dethrones Bianca and they have all the gold. Here comes Luke. That's the, that's all I kept thinking oh, no. about. That's all I kept thinking about on Monday during all the women's stuff was like, if Bailey's group takes an L in all of these big spots, it's the same song and dance that Vince was doing. You Here's can't have her. And I'm just going to hop in with dumb ideas every so often all slash right. great ideas. 
Sasha, Naomi, and Indy Hartwell. Mm. Yeah, well. I mean, I think Sasha and Naomi coming back. Like, so let's say. But if they come back, they got to be. And you can come back in for this, Spencer, to answer your question. But <laughs> Sasha and Naomi, if they come back, they've got to be bigger than. the. Well, see, that's so you're. Right? you're well, what you're saying with tossing a trash in is what I think is. So I think it's going to be the finals because they're the way they're going. The finals will be. Dakota and Eo Sky versus Alexa Bliss and Oscar. That's going to be no, the finals. No, they're on the same they're... sign. Are they on the same side of the bracket? Are they really the bracket? Yeah, they'd oh, have to meet in the, the semis. Hell? Exactly. So they booked this weird, and then the other. I felt side like that should it... be the finals, and right. then I would say after Eo Sky and Dakota win it, Sasha and Naomi come back and go, "Hey, uh, you know, we never it's... lost those. No, they're we on the same those, side, really. and then they've got Nikita. That's weird. Why would they do that? And Zoe on one so, side. It's a, yeah. And then so Shotzi, who's the other favorite? On... It's like Shotzi and I gotta pull these up. I gotta yeah, pull them up. I'm drawing a blank, we're but I, we're unprepared because I think we're gonna go down this road. But I didn't think so either. Because I feel like too, you could bring up the toxic attraction as a whole, and if you're gonna like let the titles float amongst the three brands, like you should, I don't know what you're doing with the NXT titles. Then the yeah, they are on the same side. Exactly. So it's weird, but I could see I could see Mandy challenging Liv. I could see that being a program. So she's like, all right, Gigi and Jade, you go get those tag titles. I'm gonna go get this SmackDown title. Bailey and Bianca do their things. I don't know if Bailey. EO and Dakota is a long-term faction just based on like Bailey's a monster gonna be you know she's a killer heel maybe she's like if they take an L I don't need you guys anymore type stuff man I don't know I'm intrigued there's so much intrigue this is the most oh what is that oh look at that oh those are the turn all right so look at that pro yeah Dana yeah, Brooke I, and Tamina are the champs that's what I'm going with calling it now well, I was gonna say who on that right side do we see in the finals Raquel and Aaliyah Exactly. Or do we get Natalia and Sonia? Like I'm not. I'm, are I'm they going to push here, the NXT? Obviously. Are they going to push the NXT girls? You think? Or maybe they. Or maybe they do have some scenario where, you know, a team gets knocked out and Banks and Naomi slot in. But I think that'd be doing a disservice because mm-hmm. they're such a hot topic that if you just throw them into, well, that would make your tag titles important. If you're like Sasha Bailey or back, they never, or Sasha and Naomi are back and they never lost them. But yeah, that, that, that right side of the bracket, like there's just yeah, that right that, side is very weak. I feel like the three, the, the winner, three, the, the championship match should be Oscar and Alexa. That's what I'm saying. They're <laughs> right, involved exactly. in the main women's storyline on the show. Like I would figured that they were on opposite sides there. That makes it's no like, sense. It's like, so that's going to be the semifinal. Yeah, because both those teams won on Raw, right? Yeah, it's like when you go to a March Madness tournament and clearly the one side of the bracket's like one versus one and then the other side's like a 9-10 matchup and you're like, clearly this is who the champion is out of this side. This side doesn't matter. So I don't know why they booked it that way. I really don't. But it's intriguing. There's intrigue. Unfortunately, Nikita Lyons did herself no favors on Tuesday night to say that she's ready for the spot. But Yeah, that was rough. That was that rough. was but, rough. You know but, happens. but happens. hopefully, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know if they have like a they want to have this in by Clash at the Castle. I don't think they do because all those women are doing the three on three. Hopefully, they draw this out a little bit and give some time to build these teams back up because there's mm-hmm. a lot of individually talented people in that tournament that just haven't had a chance to gel as tag teams. So maybe we'll see some storylines built. I can't imagine Dana Brooke and Tamina are going to get that done that would be a 
massive upset though maybe no it's not happening stop it just um no enough hey private uh, party beat the young bucks in the tag tournament i was Nobody there expected that to happen i was there and you probably were there. like what the hell just happened yeah but they were at least pr- pr- aw at the time was making private party a big deal wwe has in no form made us care about dana brooke at all in no form uh I still to this day believe Dana Brooke. That's not the original Dana Brooke. I feel like that's a clone or a carbon a copy. Clone. I don't believe that that's the original Dana Brooke that they, I, that's one of my conspiracies I'll take to the grave. I think it's a different person. 100%. All right. Well, Wink. Oh, oh look. Even, it's even Alex. Alex is in the chat. Ecto guy. He even says clone. <laughs> Ecto guy. Right, did well, you notice what I we never had heard to that. do to fill your shoes tonight? Ah. Yeah. He's not having a good time, Alex. He he He's doesn't not. understand. Do you know how much my fee is to produce, Alex? Yeah, we blew the budget on him. Yeah. And this sucks. Hey, don't <laughs> worry. Money sucks. <laughs> no, but um it, it's like it's a, that. Uh, it's like that Aziz and sorry. when he's like, I went to the club where Jay-Z owned the club, bought the vodka he owns, paid with yeah. his credit card, just kept putting the money back into himself. Yeah, crazy. That's balling. See, Spencer, yeah. you're just spending your own money. Isn't you're balling? Uh, it's the second week in a row, second <laughs> raw in a row where the women have opened the show. Yep, I very much like that. It's the second raw in a row where the women have had multiple segments, multiple matches. The women have had as uh, it feels like almost, if not as equal amount of segments as the men, which is good. You can tell that's a Triple H thing because NXT, the women arguably were the best part of the show. Um, yeah. and it's the WWE second week in a row that we've deep roster. In terms they have a deep roster. There's, you know, they've cut a lot of people that they probably some of which they shouldn't have. But like, it's not like they don't have a great roster over there. They still have some of the best female and male performers in the world. So and Charlotte Flair is um, still sitting at home. Like, yeah, Charlotte Flair is not even when she comes yeah. back. That's an immediate boost. You get your yeah. arguably your top performer. And if Sasha and Naomi come back, Sasha and Naomi come back, and then you know, in four or five months, you get Becky Lynch back as the man. Holy shit! You're heading into WrestleMania next year, and you could have literally three, four, or five high-profile women's matches <laughs> on that WrestleMania. And uh, you know, um, are you laughing at that? <laughs> See, I knew that was he's coming. I can't, he's my boss, he's Alex. George. Come on, Alex, get the... F- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we Alex, get we out of the comments. We ah! miss you, buddy. We miss you, buddy. We hope you're feeling well. Maybe next week... No, we do up- miss you. This is our one like moment of sympathy. We yeah, miss you. maybe we next week you. if you're feeling a little better, maybe get we can, we can get you back comments. in. For the comments! For those that don't, Alex is taking a little bit of a break. He's got some things he's got to take care of, so... He will be back. His seat is always open here at Between Two Beards. We do wish him the best. He's been nothing but great to us and making us yep. look awesome. But no justice for Ecto guy. You keep no. that out of here, Bobby. You keep that trash. No. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, Raw, like that. overall, like this is like in the last two weeks, right? So this show, every week, we're like, what are we going to talk about? And a lot of the times we skip over Raw because it's rehash, rehash, rehash. We've seen it. We've seen it. Yeah, no. We'll we talk have about not. the pay per views. Well, hell, we've had pay per views where we're like, we're not even going to talk about it because we don't yep. care because it's all rematches and there's yep. no excitement, but there's just this, and it's not, it's not perfect. I don't want to say raw has been perfect or smack, but it's no. been so much better to like 
tune in and go, okay. And they don't make you feel stupid anymore. They're talking about championships from NXT. They're, mm-hmm. The problem was you bring up Ciampa, who is a stone-cold killer in NXT, in Vince's world, and he's the Mrs. Lackey. Yeah. Like, but he's a stone-cold killer, one of the most hated people in NXT for such a long time. Mm-hmm. You brought him up and did nothing with him, and now we're finally getting okay. Immediately, this is the he's looked yes. like a superstar. And I the last two people... weeks, he's looked like a main eventer, top of the card. They, yeah. You've seen some of the the promos he's cut. Uh, specifically, he had one that was on WWE.com last week, where like that's the Champa we all know. That's yeah. the Champa we all know. And they're doing little subtle hints, like he said, you know, sometimes you got to do it yourself. He mentioned that. Uh, yeah. Do it yourself. He met, you know, they were in Cleveland. Yeah, they're, they're, they're setting up. I, it's coming. It's coming at some point. I think they're gonna, as you can see, and we're gonna talk about it because they layered something throughout the show. Johnny um, Gargano is the new punk. Is the new CM every, punk? every time there was a potential return, or they went to Chicago, or they were in the area for seven years, it was CM Punk's coming back. Now it's Johnny. It's Johnny and Bray all the time yep, and i and is. i love it but i just i enjoy triple h is saying listen like i built all these people in nxt that you all loved i'm bringing them back i'm gonna ride or die with this i'm gonna do my thing and i'm gonna kill it and we'll, we'll see what happens and he's out i think in a lot of ways he's out to prove like because i have to imagine at some point right we never heard the stories there was never really any like reports but i have to imagine at one point around the goddamn dinner table Trips was like, "What the hell are you doing, Vince?" Like, I doubt it because I bet you I Vince would have looked at him and said, "It's none of your business." No, no, but I, but I imagine he at least had to have asked at some well, point, or they had a conversation. Here's Shayna Baszler, an absolute killer. Oh, you, here, you screwed her up. Here's Chop, an absolute stud. You screwed her up, like Keith Swerve, Lee, like you hit yeah, row. Yeah, here's hit Can Just keep going people. down the list. Yeah. Keep going down That's the list. Me. Hey, here's me. this it's handmade him. superstar for you. Oh, what, they don't have a. You fired him? What? You fired him? What happened? Oh, you let him go. Now he's on yeah. AW Killer. Now, now he's on AW being a star. Dope. So I have to Dope, imagine man. that conversation. So he's probably got a chip on his shoulder a little bit. He's going, you know what? I'm going to make this shit. Watch this, Vince. Because there's nothing Vince can do about it. Because, yeah, there's that whole conspiracy. He's still pulling the strings. No, he's not. Because that would just be a terrible look. You're building all of this. You're building back all this goodwill with the fan base that you lost. And you're making good, at least on the television side of things. It would be mm-hmm. the biggest mistake of their life to be like, yeah, Vince, here, come back and just ruin it again. Keep yeah, Well, away. he's never coming back. He's done. He's done. Oh, we, we love, love you, you too, actor. Um, but it's the second run in a row. Yeah, literally. No, don't don't leave. We need the views. No. But uh, uh, no, we love you though for real. Um, <laughs> it's the second week in a row that we've had good wrestling. We had Seth Rollins and and Angelo Dawkins had a oh, really good yes. match. Dawkins showed Dawkins out. Dawkins is good. Too. Yeah, Dawkins is good, guys. I know. And look, it. Don't get me wrong. I've I've been a very strong advocate of Montez Ford, future world champion, in my opinion. But Angelo Dawkins ain't Marty Jannetty. It's not like it's just you know. Angelo Dawkins is good. And don't whenever they do Marty break Gennetti up, was good though. Back in the he day. was, but you know, he's, he's the one person. that you pick. He's what, what should we yeah. say? Axe from Demolition. Like what do you want to do? <laughs> Who, who's another one? What are, we, what, are we, what are we trying to do? I just, uh, I just noticed that that that's like the go-to, and everybody's like, yeah. He's not, but they were pushing Janetti to be a big, yeah, and it didn't too. work because and he, he just, like, uh, yeah, exactly. It didn't work. Time, it didn't work. 
They gave they made the effort to try to get Janetti over. The Dawkins coming out work. coming out shirtless. He looked like yeah. he was still. It was a great match. I they even had Montez Ford get kicked out so they could really showcase him by himself without the partner. Last night I said it on sidecast. Montez Ford was dogging Seth Rollins for losing to Cody Rhodes with one booby. Well, both of you guys lost to Seth Rollins with both boobies working just fine. So what does that say about you guys as a team? You can't go there. You can't be like, oh, the one-armed man, he took an L2, and then you take an L to him with two arms. Yep, I agree. But there were a few things that stuck out to me about this Raw plug out, and one of them, Kevin Owens. Oh, Kevin Owens. (laughs) I love Kevin Owens, my favorite (laughs) WWE main roster Performer, he looked like the Kevin Owens of old. The boss is excited. Exactly. Uh, He looked like the Kevin Owens of old. He had a match with Ezekiel that they have done this this story for months with Vince, and you could tell how much Triple H what he cared about this story. He was like, Kevin, you're going out there, you're killing him in five seconds, and that's going to be it because we're done with this shit. We're done with this shit. I wouldn't be shocked if we don't see Ezekiel for four months and he comes back as Elias. I would not be shocked. But um, how do they tell that right there? Elias is dead. <laughs> wait, they they officially killed him? No, he came back. Wasn't he on the couch with Ezekiel? I could have sworn well, he did come back, but they yeah. all knew it was like fake. But I'm talking, didn't like, didn't he walk over like Elias's grave? Wasn't there? A, I could have swore. Well, I yeah, because uh, on screen they killed him, but I thought he came back. But clearly, for this he, stupid story. He came back, but clearly that was like you could still tell that was Z. Oh, was right? I, I, I see? Was this is this, is this is when that was how right. how quickly the tides turn because this probably <laughs> happened a month ago, and as of two weeks ago, I wasn't regularly watching Raw because it was dog shit. The prize but now it's like wrestling as Bobby Munson has said, and yes, yes, we're big, we're big Kevin Owens fans here. We're Kevin Owens fan. He's always should be at the mm-hmm. top of the curve. You know what I'm and I feel like for? Kevin Owens. What an actual meaningful storyline with Kevin yeah. Owens. And Sammy but I think Zane. we're gonna get it because guess what? Guess who signed Kevin Owens? Triple H when he was in NXT. Guess who made Kevin Owens the world champion of NXT? Like two months into him being there, Triple H. Yes. The reason why Kevin Owens debuted as NXT champion and beat John Cena probably had a lot to do with Triple H, like talking to Vince and saying, hey, this is the guy here. Yeah. When Kevin Owens. Best NXT debuts in history. Of all time. And when Kevin Owens won the Universal Championship, which he hasn't won a title basically almost since. Ridiculous. Uh, when When he won the Universal Championship, it was Triple H who turned on Seth Rollins in the. It was Triple H raising his arm in the ring. Like. That relationship is strong. Don't shave him. We'll see you in two months. Yeah, I think I think that's Don't what we're seeing with the Zeke. I think that's what we're gonna over. see. I think Elias that's what we're gonna see. Crowd, so I'm oh, hundred percent. If you hear that guitar strum and he walks out, that crowd will pop. That crowd will pop. 100%. Google it. Google Elias in Seattle. When he yeah, Elias and Kevin Owens in Seattle couldn't say a word oh. for close to seven minutes. Elias oh. returning with a beard would get a baby face pop. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If you, you would get a baby face pop. Remember the last time he was a baby face? Yeah, I do. It caused him to do this entire storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not lying. He's not lying. Um, censored a girl beard. And there you go, Berto saying, "I read something that the last title Owens won was in 2017. Yeah. That's five years ago. What? 
That guy is arguably the best overall. He's winning the Universal Championship. Unbelievable. That guy is one of the most overall. And he never got his rematch. True. Overall, and this is not just because he's my favorite. You just watch the show. That guy has been given shit after shit after shit, and he makes it work. Do you know why the Ezekiel? And again, I don't dislike Ezekiel Elias. I think he's a talented performer too. And he had things to do. But the real reason the Ezekiel storyline got over was because of Kevin Owens. It was because of Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho was the best storyline that they told. Festival of Friendship. Festival of Friendship. One of the best turns in the history of professional wrestling. I know. Like, I know. They give Kevin Owens a bunch of bullshit, and yeah. he makes it very because, good he's because a, he's very good at everything. They were giving and him then, bullshit because he's a bigger dude. Astrid in the chat. Hey, What's we got up? Astrid in the Astrid. chat. Hello, hello. Hung out with her last good night. To see you. She's all over the place. NXT Astrid. She's you know. Okay, hey, hold on. Astrid pose. Well, back to business. All right. All right. So yeah, but like Kevin, like. I, no, I, say, I think Vince gave him shit because he was. I think it's because he's a little bigger. So I think he. I don't think well, he was with some of the reports fully... that came out about the way he would speak to Bray Wyatt and stuff right, like that. Right, exactly. About his I physical don't... thing, I can't imagine. <laughs> so, right. So what I'm saying is that, like, so I think Vince was never really 100 percent sold on Kevin, and it showed. And then I think the last couple years, that whole AEW when he was messing around with the Young Bucks, I don't think sat well with Vince. So obviously they're not going to put a title on a guy they think are leaving. But when they got him resigned, they immediately when they resigned him, they pushed him right, and we're like, okay, yep. here we go, we're getting K, we're going to get a good push. And then they just did nothing with it until the Roman yeah. stuff, and then that was done. And they're like, we got nothing for you. I just never understood. Like, I can understand not every wrestler has to be at the top all the time. I don't think that you could do that. I don't think you to sustain that business model having just the same wrestler at the top all the time. But how do you just not have anything for him to do? How is he not consistently have some kind of pay-per-view match? How is he not involved in your intercontinental title scene or your U.S. title scene of some type? He's Kevin Owens. He's fantastic. He, Like you said, mm-hmm. he makes everything work. Everything you give him, it works. I don't understand it. I don't get yeah. it. I never got well, it. I'm well, glad again, it looks like yeah. he's coming back, though. Yeah. All the things that we don't understand, we don't have to worry about anymore because we have someone who has a brain running the show. So uh, I think we're going to be all right. We also saw, and I have a theory about this, and it has nothing to do with the theory. Apparently, theory? he's no, he's nowhere to be found for a while. I think, eventually, I think we're going to. And we're not talking about the storyline yet that was interwoven between all of Raw, uh, which we'll kind of talk about. That happened at the end. We'll kind of talk about everything that went through but finn balor had a really good match with ray mysterio i was glad these guys got time <laughs> two legends two all-time kids. performers rhea ripley continues to beat the ever-loving shit out of rate of uh, out of dominic mysterio every week and i like many others love it however I want trips give us the one-on-one with rhea and dom don't well don't be a however coward. i have i have i have a theory should we say that? I have a theory. An Austin theory? Yeah. Yeah, yeah an Austin theory. My theory is I don't think Rhea really beat up Ray uh Dominic last week. What? I think it was I think it was a ruse. A I facade, think Dom- JPJ. I, I do. I think Dominic is going to turn. You think that's what ketchup? I think right. it's been it's happened before. You can fake that you can fake there's makeup people back. You can fake someone getting beat up. You but had I'm the you saying, had the thing you had the thing earlier. 
with Ray, Edge, and Dom in the back where Dom got pissed. He shoved Edge, and then he left, and then all of a sudden Ray can't f- – that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Bobby, but what I'm we're saying on the same wavelength, my friend. It, if you want to make it legit, Dom has to be like – Dom like- has his hair. It's like becoming black and getting darker. He's got the evil Eddie Guerrero mullet. Oh, like it. Dom it, pushed his dad and is a 30 year old man. That's I what I'm saying. Dad. That's what I'm saying. I'm you just kicked saying. My ass. Kevin loves a stud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I would not be shocked oh, if a couple weeks from now we get the official turn and we just hear that Dom was in on the shit. He was I in on it. Have- I didn't have Kevin Love being mentioned on this program on my bingo card tonight. So my dad's shoot name is Kevin Love, and you should see some of the hotel reservations we've gotten because people are like, oh, yeah, Cavaliers. And then they're like, oh, yeah, great-looking and awesome 60-year-old dude that definitely does not play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I was going to say, does he have a fake name to check in with so he just doesn't have to deal with the BS that comes with it? Oh, you do everything (laughs) online when your name is Kevin Love because, like, my dad's a Full on stud, but like, imagine being a 6'10 basketball player. He ain't a 6'10. You get some dirt sheet guy, he's got a stick somewhere, but it's at the start of his age. And that's the (laughs) most complimentary way possible. He's not six foot 10, he is 16. And I highly doubt that that guy's making $25.5 million to play six forward for the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. He might be there. No, I doubt it. For a while. But you get a good table at a restaurant. Yeah. That that scoop, that scoop report is like, I got it on good authority that Kevin Love's up in Canada right now. Let's go get some scoops. Yeah, for real. What what the? But I would um, say this, if it is fake... One or two disappointed TMZ reporters at the yep. front of the restaurant. He's here. He's here right now. It's Alberta, Canada. He's here. Nope. Wait. Oh, shit. Wrong guy. Damn it. The boss is like... we. we is that former finish. Minnesota Timberwolf Kevin Love? No, it's <laughs> former Franklin's hotel and restaurant manager, Kevin Love. Thank you. <laughs> My dad's a stud. I'll throw that one out there one more time. Stop sucking up to your dad. I have to. He's my dad. If you keep sucking up to your dad, Christian Cage is going to shit all over him. I'm not not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with the Christian Cage slander. (laughs) And then we got got Birdo saying, Dom can't carry being a... That's what I'm saying. He can't. That's why... Right, I no. don't disagree. I he's probably working yeah, with them, but if I'm Dominic Mysterio, I'm like beat my ass, please, so it looks legit because Rey that's Mysterio, what I'm saying. Well, all right, maybe, K-Fabe maybe has been doing this for 30 years. He knows what a fake beating looks like. I don't think Full he's shoot have Bobby that. Munson. He was born in bigger Saskatchewan. New York is big, but this is bigger, buddy. Bigger is a what? Bigger is Saskatchewan. Bigger what? Saskatchewan is a real city, and when you drive into town, the sign says New York is big, but this is bigger. Wow, all right. Fair. It's the greatest thing in the world, and I yeah. will hear no other argument. The two greatest things in the world for me are when Zach's shows go off the rails. He gets such like so frustrated, but he's very calm and cool about it. When our show goes off the rail, you visibly get upset. Me? And I, I get love pissed. it. Yeah. yeah You're just like, I want to show you off the rails Aaron. because I hop on, and that's I, I don't know if that's I'm just like, what the hell? No, I don't care. It's okay. Well, we'll, we'll extend we'll extend your runtime. No, Next I'm trying week, to get out because no. Bobby, Bobby and Papa Smokes are waiting. Yeah. No, I mean, we're almost done. I just want to talk about Raw, and then I think that's it for us. So yeah, we're almost out yeah. of it. 
I don't care. I'm having a good time. We do, we do just so professional for the first hour because we have a guest and we're all like, boop, boop. And then we're just like, whatever. <laughs> but no, but I think, I think part mode. of... No, no. I think part of what Birdo says is Dom can't carry being a heel on yeah. his own. Yeah, that's why he should be in Judgment Day. Dom that can't carry anything on his own. No, that's why he should be in a group, which him turning and being with Judgment Day works. He could be a little couple with Rhea Ripley for a little bit, do whatever he has to do. Uh, uh oh, Bobby's saying he has to wake up. Papa smokes. He needs his nap time. We all need our nap time. We got to stay refreshed. Life's hard, man. Life's hard. Uh, Dolph well, Ziggler yes, and Chad I, Gable. I, yes. Oh, go ahead. No, finish your thought before we. No, but on. I was just gonna finish it with yeah. With Dominic, Dominic needs something new. We've said that the the but here I just the because the payoff is to having a match with your dad. That that's yes. that's why you did this. That's why you did the run. I think you can't turn Ray. You're never gonna turn Ray. He's the cover boy on 2K, so you gotta run this story through. But Dominic just has not progressively improved every week like we thought he would and he should and he's wrestling a wrong style so get judgment day become more of a become a heel wrestle yeah. a different style don't do the luchador crap i don't think you built exactly yeah be a slow methodical heel layer some of that shit in this is get rid of the 619 get rid of you know whatever just wrestle a little bit differently learn from finn balor learn it's gonna come from out looking Danny like a hot Priest. topic reject Come out, be an on-screen couple with Rhea Ripley. Let her slap you around even when you're in the group because people love that shit. Like She loves uh, that shit. She's I mean, like, I would she's, too. She's I wouldn't show up for work either. If, I wouldn't show up for work either if that was where I was, if I was going to be, you know, whatever. I don't care. But anyway, Dolph Ziggler. Maybe that's how they do it. Maybe that's how they do it. They give the Rhea Ripley, Dominic, they promote it as a match. And they come out yeah. and we get the finger poke of doom. And he joins show. Maybe today. I'm always um, here for a good finger poke of doom. Finger poke of doom. I'm sure that I'm sure the internet wrestling community would would love that. I would love that. it. I've been. They I've would been love hoping, that. I'm hoping LPW Seven has a finger poke of doom booked at some point. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Chad Gable had one of my favorite wrestling matches that I've seen in a while on Raw. Oh, because uh, they. First, yeah. Yeah, like all world wrestlers, like former Olympian wrestlers, like all-time wrestling wins leader at Kent University wrestler. And they let the first five minutes was nothing but on the mat, shooting kind of with holds and stuff like that. It was incredible. Yeah, It was so good. And then it built. Yeah, I know. But I, I, my thing is, like, how much, even if they do the turn correct, like, is anybody really going to have high expectations for Ray? And it's, just, it's more about the story than, you know what I mean? The Hardy Boys were great against each other. No, maybe not the matches, but like when Matt when Matt finally turned and hit Jeff with the chair. Oh my God, what a moment! <laughs> what a moment! God. Um, but I just want to acknowledge that match between Ziggler and, and Gable because Gable. I mean, Ziggler's been doing it for a long time. We know how damn good he is. Uh, but Gable has been underutilized. I'm glad he found this character and this the shoosh and the thank like thank you like he's very good. But he's mm -hmm. spectacular inside the wrestling ring. Spectacular. Um, and I'm glad that they got the time that they deserve. And that's the thing with Triple H is I feel like we're not going to see many of those, hey, you got yeah, – they'll happen from time to time. Omos wrestled for two minutes. They made him look like a beast against two dudes. Um, but, like, I don't think you're going you're gonna to see these fresh matchups and you're going to be like, how many times over the last five years have we been like, oh – 
they're fighting tonight. That's cool. And it's a three minute match with a disqualification or it's a, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think we're going to be getting a lot of those with triple H in charge. Now I, I like, I think we're going to be, Oh wow. This is a fresh matchup. We're watching this and they're going to go for 10 minutes or maybe yeah. longer. And you're going to be like, Oh man, they're like actually getting to like, you know who else does that? Wrestle. Dynamite and people. Yeah. See what happens when you do right. good wrestling or school yeah. stuff. Like people get excited. You have three hours yeah. to kill. You might as well put some good. That's matches. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And that's what made Raw so unwatchable was they didn't let that happen. And you have three hours and you're watching meaningless. You know what I mean? Now the last two weeks. Yeah, it's still three hours. I still think it's too long. They need to cut it to two. But at the same time, the three hours have been way more digestible the last two weeks because we're seeing five or six matches that are going 15 minutes each as opposed to seeing one match going 20 and then nine or 10 segments of bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, recap, it just recap, recap, recap. There were a couple, but like, yeah, recaps. Yeah, a couple is fine, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I just think it's been a much smoother transition. And then remember last week when these guys wrestled one-on-one, well, they're doing it again this week and we're going to do this. Exactly. There's, there's not that like, and then we had what I thought was a, pretty decent main event with AJ Styles and the Miz in the no DQ match. The last segment of it, at the very least, the last five to 10 minutes was really, really good uh, back and forth uh, with AJ Styles being the victor. Um, solid main event, very good. Uh, but really the story that was kind of weaving in and out of the whole show was so earlier in the night, we saw Bailey and crew getting interviewed. And in the background, there was no, 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 I'm sorry. We saw Kevin Owens getting interviewed after he destroyed Ezekiel. He was walking out of the building and a reporter caught up with him. Backstage reporter caught up with him and asked him. And he said, Oh yes, Bobby, we do need to mention that. Let me finish this on Dexter Loomis. And then I'll dive into that. Um, they're asking Kevin Owens, Hey, what did you do? Why'd you do that? And you see in the background, you see, I think it was Dewdrop, Nikki Ash. There were a couple other performers and you just saw a car that looked like it had been in a car wreck. And most of us, including me the first time, I didn't even notice it until I went on Twitter after. And they were like, yo, well, and I saw it. I was like, oh, that was just in the background. They didn't pay it. They didn't address it. The camera didn't zoom in. It was just there. Then later, Bailey and crew, EO and Dakota were getting interviewed. And right as they finished, security guards booked it. Like five or six security guards kind of sprinted mm-hmm. past them to where they didn't say anything about it, but they like kind of like looked and were like, oh, looked at each other, like, what the hell is this? What's going it's on? Forever to get a tow truck out there. I know. And then after the conclusion of the AJ Styles match, it looked like there was a commotion right on right on the barricade there, where a lot of things spill out to sometimes. And it looked like there were two or three. Uh, security guards out there. And then all of a sudden we see a guy get lift up and he looks like he's in cuffs or being held. And it was Dexter Loomis. And so one is to assume, although they didn't, they barely mentioned it. They didn't dive into it. So this tells me this might be a long story, a long-term story, which is good. Those things used to exist back in pre WWE back in uh, B. No, wait, what would it be? I don't know. We're in AV now after Vince. So whatever that would be, BV, whatever. Well, no, the not before Vince, they, but the like, it feels that like that. With these long, t- they would just kill them too quick or they yeah. wouldn't give them time. But like the last time they did the car crash thing, they accidentally had Buddy, Buddy Murphy in the shot. 
we got killer matches out of them. They didn't build off of it. Yeah. So I'm 100%. hoping that they give it some time, let it marinate, give me a reason yeah. to come back. And don't kill it. Although I will say I'm still waiting for fake Eric Rowan to wrestle Roman Reigns. <laughs> he's busy. He's hanging out with my boy Dan Housen. I was going to say. Real Eric Redbeard is hanging out with Dan Housen. Uh, five foot three fake Eric Rowan has not wrestled Roman Reigns yet. <laughs> They're the same guy. What are you talking about? They're uh, the same so I, I, I did like that. I did like the interwoven storyline, like in the background where nobody really knows it's a story until it's like, oh, shit, that happened like all night. The car. Oh, the car crashed. This. Uh, it's like you, you're figuring it out as the night goes. And I just think that. It's something we haven't seen in a long time. And Bobby mentioned it. They set up a match for two weeks from now, which feels like something that has literally never been done. Is Damian Priest <laughs> mentioned that Raw is going to be in Toronto in two weeks where Edge is from, and he challenged Edge to a match two weeks from now, which when was the last time we had a match with a two-week build on, on Raw? Not a pay-per-view, but on Raw. It feels like literally what, forever. Hey, they did do SummerSlam and SummerSlam Backlash or whatever it is within one week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The SummerSlam. Edge wrestling on Raw. My apologies. Deal. No, Edge wrestling on Raw. The SummerSlam. Edge wrestling on Raw is a big deal. He doesn't wrestle on Raw often. So him wrestling, especially in Toronto, that's got to be awesome for him, his hometown. Um, I just love it. I love setting up matches that you are excited. I'm excited to see Damian Priest and Edge. I like Damian Priest. That's a dope-ass match that yeah. I want to watch. And now with it being two weeks away, that gives you something to look forward to. Not only am I looking forward to next week's Raw, but now I'm looking forward to Raw in two weeks because that's a killer match. And it's a match that we haven't seen before that I want to see. And like Bobby said, and I tweeted something very similar on Monday, who could have thought promoting good ideas would be so darn effective? Yeah, it's not hard. It's not hard. But it seemed like with WWE for a long time, it was. And the crazy and think, part about it is the bar was so low that even the little bit of stuff he's been bro, interjecting in the last yeah, weeks. It's not like, like he – yeah, it, you know, it's it's been – He hasn't the reinvented the, the wheel at all. dramatically different. The show feels dramatically different, but he hasn't really made a ton of – changes no. yet he's just sprinkling shit in and it already feels like we're miles and miles away no, from where could, we were three weeks ago if only he could find time to do that at nxt we'd be sitting here going every i think night he's done Shawn michaels came out today and said that he thinks him and hunter want to make nxt and the main roster like a one-two punch like yo Good. Let's go. They have the bodies to do it. They have the talent. They had the one in NXT years ago. Just Vince wasn't catching up. Vince wasn't catching up. They had the one-two punch before. AEW might have never even came into fruition if they would have done the proper things with NXT before. You know, now... I think think friend of the show, and I I know Spencer might get mad when I say this, Sean Rossap, who's been on said show, has said in the past three times. He said in the past on his show, he charges for naming rights too. So, like, please be careful. uh, Sean Rossap, Sean Rossap. We'll just check that bill up, baby. Don't do that. Anyway, when I say he said it before, I love Sean, but hopefully it's not like a Beetlejuice situation where you say his name for a third time and he helps you. That would be amazing. 
if it, you know, he's like, I'm well, sure I, he's watching. So what I was getting to that is that he said it before. He's like, this company makes billions of dollars and the product has been, imagine what they could do with like, if they really honed in and got the stories back, the right, yeah. the writing back, the, the wrestling back, imagine how much more money they could make if, if they go in this direction because it's actually good product that people yeah. want to see. Cause I remember when SmackDown, when Fox picked up SmackDown, the idea was this is going to be the fall block. You're going to get SmackDown on Fridays, college football on Sundays, you know, NFL on our Saturday, college football Sunday. on Saturday. Yeah. And then yeah I got it. On Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. But like, again, and then you're putting out this product where I don't think they're grabbing that sports fan, but now no. if you can get it more sports based and get more real wrestling and more great stories, that weekend's going to be great for Fox is going to, they'll be willing to give you a billion dollars again. Yeah. For, Big for time. Content if you have good stuff and I'm excited, it's, it's crazy to think that we usually sit and talk about dynamite, which was awesome last night, but we've talked more about raw than we have in yeah. months. And I think going forward, if we stay on this pace with the people in charge that are in charge now, I think it's going to be more of a mix for us. Like we'll talk about both. And I think, Again, it's only been two weeks, and like you said, it's not like it's the best wrestling show. Like, you know, it's not like we're watching, like, oh, my God, you know, this is incredible. Like, they still have things to improve on, and Triple H has time to implement what he wants to do. But it's it's becoming abundantly aware. Like, I'm becoming abundantly aware that Raw, at least Raw, so far in two weeks, it's becoming something that is going to be appointment viewing for me again which i'm not upset about we've yeah. always said on here like hey we didn't talk about WWE as much as other shows or as much as we probably even wanted to as fans but like it wasn't because we hate wwe we want wwe to be good we want to talk about wwe it's just that the product was just so the lack of effort in giving a shit by the people running it made it impossible for me as a fan to invest seven hours a week of watching something that I know the dude behind the curtain doesn't give a damn about what's going on. Does not give a damn. How's that check clears? Or not, maybe he doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn that I don't give a damn. That was the problem. And I feel like Triple H, go ahead. No, I was going to say, go ahead. You finish your thoughts. But I feel like Triple H gives a shit that I'm investing my time of three hours to watch Monday Night Raw. He at least cares enough to try to make it, hey, if they're going to sit here for three hours, I want to make it the best three hours I can make it. Whereas Vince was like, huh, these idiots, they're sitting here for three hours. Let's just, we can give them whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't matter. It gives yeah. a shit. That, that's we'll a difference how, to me. We'll see how good anyway. our producer is. But speaking of wrestling promotions that give a shit, boy, do we have a doozy coming up here at the end of the month on this we very do. Twitch channel in Alberta, Canada. There's a graphic already in there if he wants to queue it up. Ah, Dare Amazing's here. Oh, Dare Amazing popping but it at the end here. No, seven, here come the wrestlers. August 26th at the rec room. He's slacking. Alex would already had this up. So we Roll. can talk about We've it. We've got like three graphics. Which one do you want? Oh, do you want no. the one on There's the a whole, interview that you guys did? Yeah, do, do you want all. the one on our main we event? Can, do you want the exclusive? Uh, we, can, we can run through all three. But there was one where it ran through all the matches, and we took that. There it is. Look at that. LPW show. JPJ yeah, and Patreon. I, yeah. the tag team of Love Wrestling, talked to the uh, new tag team coming to LPW, State of Emergency. That'll drop tomorrow on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Veda Scott's already dropped with and Speaking uh, of State of Emergency, they 
will be facing the LPW Grand Champion. Oh, MRB and Stephen yeah, Crow. We got Adam Ryder and Michael Allen Richard Clark, the WrestleCore Infinity Champion there. Our girl Taryn from Accounting, LPW Challenge Championship versus the challenger, Veda Scott. And not only Veda Scott Ray is doing commentary too. Versus Zoe Sega. Should be an excellent match. And then we got our anchors, yep. Vader Scott, Big Bad Boris. I see our boss on the left there, Who's Thaddeus that? Acha. Is that, that, that Spencer? Is he actually going to? I think I saw Spencer squeezing Spencer? in there at the end. Squeezing I think I saw that. There? And as you were watching earlier, we saw the match announcement of Bobby Sharp and one Chris Parrish as well. And I'm sure there will be more matches announced in the coming weeks. You know, as that you does can see go with quick. LPW, the graphic it is does fast. go quick. I was like, well, oh, I got a little bit. I didn't know how quick it was. Got to Excalibur it. He's set a new standard. He yeah, screwed up on the new standard. Did, Did he, he screw up on? I, no, I on was Wednesday, still. Wednesday, he said, "You'll catch all these great rampage matches this Wednesday. I mean Friday, because of course DK yeah. was like, he usually oh, doesn't miss. Man, yeah, he usually no, doesn't, he miss. doesn't miss. No, he he can't miss. It's the no, Snoop Dogg no. quote that Emmer Emmer Effer doesn't miss. He's Richard Allen Clark always is a tongue twister. Try that one again. I know. We've got the clandestine society squaring off with state of emergency for the first time ever in Edmonton, Alberta. Michael Allen, Richard Clark challenging for the infinity championship courtesy of WrestleCore and their champion, Adam Ryder. Beta Scott challenges Taryn from accounting for the LPW challenge championship. Beta Scott versus (laughs) Zoe Sager. And our main event, yeah, my voice cracked, but I got time to fit that in. And our anchors, myself, Big Bad Boris, Thaddeus Archer the Third, Warren Bears, Veda Scott, all on August 26th. If you want to tune in, you're on the channel to do so. If you want to tune in for free, head to Patreon, buy your tickets, and be there for our 7 o'clock bell time on August 26th at the premier venue of Love Pro Wrestling and all wrestling in Edmonton, Alberta. See, well, see he cheated because who needs he, Excalibur? He put Spencer the graphic Ruff. together. He knows what he. I didn't. Zach does all our graphics. You think I can do anything graphics wise? <laughs> I know what I can. Do you, what do you do here? No, Me, he does I, that. He I, promotes. I, I manage. Have you ever watched like a city employee? They just sort of like he have manages, seven of them standing around and one of them digging a hole. Yeah, I'm manages. one of the seven standing around. It's pretty great. <laughs> He manages, he promotes, <laughs> he interviews, he books. Which, you know, we could promote it out. It's a couple runs weeks out. The show. Spencer will probably be back here to talk probably. about the show. Usually the, the, usually the night before the show, Spencer and pops who knows? on from the venue. I do. And he like, gives us a little rundown, a little last preview of what you're going to see. And we so might have a guest on this or show two. You never in know. a few weeks. Maybe we'll have a guest with them. Who knows? We'll see. We might. You know? Yeah, usually people just pop in. I was yeah, really usually people just Goose yeah. was just like hanging out beside me last time, and I was like, "Goose, you want to hop in?" And yeah. then he did, which yeah. was awesome. Goose that made his, uh, his. We love the goose. Between, he made we his between two beards debut under your name, though it was hilarious. <laughs> it's okay. Hopefully, I got a follow out of it. And he goes, right? and he goes, yeah, <laughs> right now he's like, right now, uh, you know, Zoe Sager's up in the ring, kind of bummed or kind of pissed that Terrence on the show and. I, I was like, well, have her come on. She's like, she's busy training. <laughs> I would, I'll have Zoe on here anytime she wants. Yeah, Zoe's uh, on. Open, open invitation for one. Everybody Zoe Zager. Anytime she wants. Anytime she wants. <laughs> Zoe's but a stud. No other way is. to put it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Goose was like, oh, yeah. she's busy working Real right now. But she's, she sees what's going on here with Taryn she being does. on. I was like, it's MRB, MRB was tooting our horns last week saying that, you yeah, know. made us feel really good. All the love pro wrestling the performers, the talent, the professional wrestlers, they uh 
Like they this. talk well of us. I'm like, you guys clearly don't know who we are. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say he didn't say promoter. <laughs> no. It's no. funny because no. every time we every time we get him in a and that's game, just a good clean joke. You know I love you guys, but that is a that is a good clean PG joke. We ask him. We ask every single one of your uh, your talents. Like, hey, is like this true? Is like, is it just Spencer talking? Is he really talking good about? It's like, oh my god, it's great. Everybody loves everyone, you. but. Everybody but Spencer, right? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, Spencer's <laughs> like, no, those guys suck. Uh, it's, but... it's 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 you're kind of expensive, plug yeah. specifically. Like yeah, JPJ. He's like, he's like, those guys are a pain I love in my that you ass. always put it on me, but I mean we're a package deal here. We're a deal. I mean, I never say no. Yeah, he never says I, don't he, do it. Spencer that just knows true. that I don't come up with the like it, it you know. Yeah. yeah, he knows you're the As one someone susceptible to peer pressure, though. I understand that. Peer pressure is <laughs> nine-tenths of the law. Nine-tenths yeah. of the acceptance, I guess, is the wait better way to put you it. See, wait till you see Isaiah's bill. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Mm. The human highlights. Mm. You know what? Cheap. Money well spent. Thank He's you. I agree. Well he spent. was blessed. We do, on our way out of here, we yes. do want to thank him again for uh, being on the show. We had almost 45 minutes or a little bit over, I think, with him. He was great, and I agree with Spencer. It was money well spent. Go give him a follow. The human highlight, Isaiah Moore. Well, we Let's could afford about- it tonight because Spencer was pulling double duty. Being exactly, tonight, exactly. So. so let's talk about uh, let's talk about some sponsors, shall we? Let's talk about RK Athletics. See the sponsorships. Uh, Rich King out here. Yeah, we've seen King. we've seen him on Love Pro Wrestling. Fantastic professional wrestler, but more importantly, just fantastic human being. Uh, Isaiah Moore was talking about cardio earlier and me and Plugo were not ones to hide the fact that we don't do that. I need to. Uh, but if you out there are looking to get in a little bit better shape, you're looking to eat better, you're looking to get some personal training, just another a little extra pep in your step, Rich King and team over at RK Athletics are the team to go to. Bunch of great individuals. They know what they're doing. They are the best of the best and they will guide you along in your journey to improve yourself. You can follow them on RK Athletics One on all social medias. Shout out to JPJ Loves Gaming for the sub, you handsome stud. Yeah, you know. Gifting subs out there. Yeah, you know. I try my best. I try my best. Go give me a follow on JPJ Loves Gaming. I try to do some cool shit over there. Um, Also, Manscaped.com. You know it. We tout it on here all the time. Plugo and I, big fans uh, of Manscaped.com. You put on the promo code Love Wrestling. You will get... 20% 20% off plus free shipping worldwide. Wide, baby. Worldwide. Don't matter where you live. Don't matter at all. You go to manscaped.com. You type in that promo, sco- promo code, love wrestling, and you will be. And your balls will thank you because they won't oh. end up looking like Brody King's face last night. Oh, brutal. Dynamite. Brutal. They've got the lawnmower 4.0. For you, I think you should leave fans out there. That is Mike the Rock Davis. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 got they got dynamite drop in Monty <laughs> right in the middle of the damn promo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but they got the lawnmower the 4.0. Yeah, baby. They got the weed whacker. They got ball wipes. They got, they got shower gel. Shower they gel. Everything. They got champ. They got all sorts of stuff. But they specialize in cleaning your balls, and they do it well. Manscape.com promo code Love Wrestling. 20% off. But before we plug our stuff and get out of here, just a reminder, do not leave this channel immediately finishing. 
I mean, I'm sorry, immediately starting when we are done, our boy, Bobby Munson and Papa Smoke, our boys, I should say, with Major Love Wrestling. I will say it, and we've said it on here, the best MLW coverage you can find here on these interwebs, in my humble opinion. Pluggo and I were on an episode last week where we did a draft. Go check that out. But stay tuned on here to watch those boys do their thing as they discuss some MLW. Still excited for the Voros twins to make their MLW. That was, you know, they they flamed you for that, man. <laughs> they they flamed you for that. Um, not their style. It's a little comedic relief on MLW hey, wouldn't be a bad thing. No, it wouldn't. Everybody needs a little, a little, you know, hey, not everything has to be a thousand percent LPW serious. Seven, they're going to be here. Oh, they're going to kill it. That's right. So anyway, Pluggo, do what your namesake says. Plug your stuff. Let the people know where they can I find you. I am Pluggo. You can find me at Pluggo underscore. Just look at Pluggo. You'll see this beautiful face on all social medias. You'll see it. It's there. It's me. I'm the one, the only. Uh, you can find us, our show page, at B2Beards on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. I don't know why we don't have an Instagram. We should rectify that. But we got a lot of cool stuff coming down the way. We also have a couple spots left in our fantasy football league. We're going to do a fantasy football league. We're going to figure yes, out the are. best time to stream the draft. Hopefully, we can come up with something for the boss man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe let us on after tonight's debacle, but who knows? But yeah, you can do that. Stay tuned to all our social medias. We got a lot of cool things going on. I mean, hell, Cody Rhodes is in our dimensions today. We're killing it. We're killing it out here. Anyway, we are. Plug you can find me. Yeah, you can find me here at Joseph underscore Poolin Jr. Plugo told us, told you where you can find us together at B Two Beards. Uh, Plugo's destroying his basement, as you can yes. tell right there. Just destroying his basement on the way out of here. Uh, you can give me, you can give me a follow on the Twitch here at JPJ Loves Gaming. I, you know, play some games, trying to create a good community over there. Having doing some cool stuff, having some fun over there. You can also find me on JPJ Loves Wrestling over on the Facebook, but that's it for me. That's it for us. Stay here. MLW major love wrestling happening, I see but until you. next Thursday, shout out to Spencer for producing tonight. Yes. That's thank you. Quality job. Thank you, quality Spencer quality. for hopping in. Don't thank me. Out. You're going to hate me in about 14 seconds. Oh boy. Well, oh, well on that note, something. but on that note, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary pals, our friend Josh Robinson would say thanks for the raid earlier as well, Josh. That was yes, killer. appreciate you, my friend. You know we love you here. Uh, go are. watch that stream. That was really cool on his channel, uh, supporting charity. I know all of us were involved, Spencer, Zach, all of us. So that was really cool of him. Thank you for the raid, and thanks for hopping in. Um, but until next Thursday, peace out.